I'm like, Joey can't get to his damn computer and phone fast enough to just smash everything he can possibly say. That means every fucking thing to me. Broncos country, let's ride. Oh, we're riding again, baby. We're riding again. Yes, we are. We are back. We are back in the saddle. The Broncos are back in the saddle after that glorious 21-17 win on the road in London. What a waste of time. I can't stand those it, London games. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. I can't okay? stand For the first games. time in Broncos history, we won a game in London, so I want to uh-huh. tell you to kindly fuck off uh, and let me have this. Thank you very much. Thank you very oops, sorry. Thank you very much for everybody joining us tonight. This is Row One Seat One. I am your host, Joey Fats. With me, as always, Plizzy, Mr. Betancourt. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. It's another glorious Tuesday evening. We got a lot to get into, boys. We really fucking do. This is going to be an action-packed two hours, and then we are going to promptly get the fuck off of this show so we can get the fuck on our Xboxes, and we can play some fucking Call of fucking duty. Oh, is, that, is that a new one come out there? Yeah, new it one came out Friday. You fucking simp. It's balling. Jesus it's Christ, dope. this guy. I swear. I have no systems. Everything's disconnected. I don't care this anymore. this friggin' guy. Really? I have no Xbox. Nothing. I have nothing. Damn. Yeah, all gone. What do you 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 can't you don't get rid of gaming systems. You still have one. It's. I have no idea where it is. I have a PS4, and I have no idea where it is. Oh wait, you moved right. Yeah, never mind. You moved. No, I moved, and I just didn't care about it. I'm like, Pfft. it could be in a box I just chucked. Bro, listen, I've got a Nintendo 64 sitting in the backseat of my car right now, just in case. But why? <laughs> just in case. In case, in case you find AV cables and just hook it up to a random TV. I got the AV cables. I got the power supply. I got three controllers for it. All I need is somebody to be like, hey, check it out. I got this GoldenEye cartridge. You want to get down? I'm like, right, I, know, right? I got just the thing it's you need, brotherhood. I heard they're supposed to be remaking it. Uh, yeah, I've been hearing that for years. Yeah, me too. But uh, that doesn't matter. But th- th- anyway, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. Thank you all for joining us. The one, the only, the new Bedford Guide is hosting this show tonight. Make sure you go over and give us a like and a follow on Row One Seat One on our Facebook page. Is it Modern Warfare 19? Like, two. Modern Warfare 2. Again? Remade. Oh, they yes. remade it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Then. So like soap and McDonald's. Wow! Like real actors now. Yeah, price Um, shit's in it. I mean, they may as well be real actors. uh, No, no Russian. Oh no, they're not gonna put that part in there. No, but that uh, the airport I think is in one of the. It's in one of the level. It's in one of the maps, like the multiplayer maps. But it's not. I don't. No, no Russian will not ever be back. You actually got to go if you go find an original version of that game with no Russian on it. Like that's. It actually kind of costs a couple bucks now. And I think you can't have an Xbox that's updated, right? Yeah, because it'll like you, ban it. Yeah, you have to have like the an non, older. Uh, yeah, you have to have like the like non, a three sixty, like, like something that's like hasn't been hooked up to the internet in like years. Yeah, since it came out, which is wild because that think, level I'm was thinking. so fucking awesome. For all the wrong, I mean, no, I'm not gonna say for all the wrong reasons. That level is fucking awesome. I'm sorry. All right, I don't solid. give a shit. I thought it was. If you sick. didn't love no Russian. 
in the original Modern Warfare 2. I mean, listen, you, you, Paul didn't pull the trigger when he played it. He wouldn't pull the trigger. He just went along with it, but he didn't pull the trigger. Me, I was just like, oh, this is great. I just imagined, like, I don't know, a bunch of Patriots fans probably. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, give me more ammo. Give me more grenades. Give me more. More shit. And then, like, the Bataclan happened, and everybody was like, ooh, this is kind of in bad taste. And we're like... Yeah, but it's kind of not like it's already kind of happened in like Singapore and like I think it was like 2002. And then like, you had to press F for respect. Yeah, and then you had to yeah. press F for respect, and then um, you know that was the whole that was the whole game. Jay, they took no Russian away from us, which was one of the most legendary yeah. levels in all of video games. But I digest. Uh, anyway, seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Phones are up and running. Thank you all for joining us. Sorry about last week where the video uh, we got cucked by the Zuck last week, I believe. Uh, you did No I don't think it was me I think it was above yeah, me on. I think it was above me I think it was somebody It was It was uh, It was above row 1C1's Gotcha Purview uh, So I think we had a, a little bit of a run in there It might have actually Just been a Facebook thing Because you know They did lose like 100 billion dollars in value Two uh, uh, It wasn't 200 Well whatever it was No last Tuesday they That was like the initial day That they lost all that money And then everything Kind of went to shit So Good. It would make sense That that was a thing But Then again Who knows Who knows uh, Here we are though We're back We're live So please give us a like And a share Make sure you get over to Our Row 1 Seat 1 Facebook page uh, And get it for you uh, Get Give us the like And the follow Because that um, Is what el- Is what helps us as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, uh, please subscribe to those if you can. I know it's it's just a click for you. Um, it doesn't really do anything. doesn't cost you any money. But if you can subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, iHeartRadio, whatever, wherever you get your podcasts from, um, listens don't actually count in the grand scheme of things. Only subscriptions do, which is weird. Um, so if you could please just go ahead and give us a subscription, we would greatly appreciate it uh boys let's get into some sports we got a lot we got the nfl trade deadline we got the mlb playoffs we got game three phillies astros tonight tied one one first game in philly should have just yeah first pitch was probably a couple minutes ago uh we've got a boatload to get into with sean your patriots routing the j-e-t-s suck 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 uh my broncos have turned the corner they're back on track i'm pretty sure that was that six hour plane ride where everyone wanted to fucking kill russell wilson (laughs) whatever man i'm doing high knees for days now uh we'll get into that we'll get into tom brady who is now like we said officially getting divorced which we called weeks before it was a Good on us. We called it oh uh, weeks he, before it was official. He's like massively depressed. Yeah. And he's throwing interceptions at a rate that you could measure by the James. And, and he doesn't give a shit. No, it's awesome. It's he awesome. Gets, he gets back to the sideline. And he's, he's like, like, he's like the white James Winston all of a sudden. You're like, holy shit. You know, you can throw to the right team, dude. But right? How, how yeah. long? How many of us? I would help that? if Mike Evans could actually catch a ball, too. That would be nice. That's his only guy he's throwing to. He doesn't throw to Godwin anymore. No, he doesn't. And who got traded today? Uh, somebody got traded. Fucking uh, everyone got traded today. Chase Claypool. Oh, got Calvin traded. Ridley, Chase Claypool, Bradley Chubb, the Heat Hines. Suspended for the year and got traded to the Jaguars all in the same year. That's a great move for the Jags next year. Love it. I love it. I, I'm telling you, man, the Jags are building something special down there. We'll get into that, and then uh, we'll get into uh, what else did we have? Uh, we had we had a bunch of other shit to get into too. The race. 
Uh, we'll get it. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna actually lead the show tonight for the first time ever with NASCAR, which is gonna be fucking hilarious. Oh, we got uh, who's the bigger dick bag, uh, Kyrie or AB? Stephen A is underpaid. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to get into. We got some videos. We got some, we got you know all sorts of good shit. So uh, let's get in. Let's all right. Let's lead the show off real quick. And this is something we've never done before, and we might never do again. But this this time it actually warrants it. We're gonna lead the show off with NASCAR tonight. I mean, because what happened on Sunday in Martinsville, Virginia? If you saw the finish. And you will if you haven't. Stay tuned. If you haven't seen the finish, you will. We have the video for you. What happened on Sunday in Martinsville could potentially go down as the greatest single move in all of racing history. Now, this includes the pass through the grass. This includes, uh, you know, the Ricky Craven, Kurt Busch battle to the finish at Darlington. This includes Dale Sr.'s final win at Dega going from 19th to 1st in five laps. This includes... Uh, I don't know, name a thing. Literally name a thing. I mean, I could probably go down, there's probably like 10 billion Formula One things. I mean, everything in Formula One is like, you know, at the time, it's like the most incredible thing. But, but you know, they're like, mind. oh my God, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Did you see how he drove that car in a straight line for 300 meters? There will be tons of controversy you, to speak of after this race. I'm sorry, I'm doing you, my Formula you, One impression. You, I was like, are you calling Formula One or yes, are you calling darts? No, go, yes. It's the same guy. Same exact thing. Okay, um, but but before you go into it, not everybody's a NASCAR fan. I know shit about NASCAR. Please take us into like the importance of what happened. Because you said it to me and you're like, I can't believe this happened. And I'm like... What happened? I'm like, tell me what happened the here. All right. Well, it wasn't even for the win, which is crazy. But Joel, so it wasn't Joel for the it. win, but so the way the NASCAR playoffs work now is basically uh, you get down to this race at Martinsville, the second to last race of the year. There's one more race left. The way the NASCAR playoffs work, they start off with 16, they whittle down to uh, uh, eight, and then down to four, and then down, uh, I'm sorry, down uh, down to 12, then down to eight, and then down to four. So this was the last race to make the cut of four. Okay. Ross Chastain, who was a, I think, sixth generation watermelon farmer. Melon farmer. Melon farmer from Florida. Weird. Uh, he's running for, he, he races for Trackhouse Racing, which is part owned by Pitbull, Mr. 305. Crazy. Uh, and he was basically, he needed two spots. So they get to the last lap. Martinsville, for those that don't know it, it's a half a mile track. It's shaped like a paperclip. It's not easy to pass at. It's very, very difficult. Like you really got to like work on a guy for like five, ten laps. It's tiny to get around him sometimes because it's it's just it's very. If you don't have the pace, it's it's very tough. So Ross Chastain did not have the pace, and Ross Chastain needed to make up at least two positions to get into the fourth and final playoff spot, which would uh, give him a chance at the championship. Uh, this coming Sunday at Phoenix. So there's four guys that are left in the chase uh, that are left uh, right now in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Whoever finished, basically whoever finishes highest of those four drivers on Sunday at Phoenix wins the championship. Okay. So Ross Chastain was the fifth driver looking in, looking on the outside looking in, and Denny Hamlin was the number four driver. Denny Hamlin, who is obviously he's a co-owner with Michael Jordan of 23XI Racing, who employ Bubba Wallace. You might have heard his name once or twice, especially on this show. They 
this was this was Ross Chastain basically saying uh, he's running several positions behind Denny Hamlin, and he just said, "Well, let me just—I'll just show you the video." Yeah, let's see the video. Let's let's just show you the video because this was this was fucking amazing. This is from Ross's in-car camera, first and foremost. So right there is the finish. Now, let me show you the real broadcast here. So what you're going to see here initially is you're going to see his team celebrating because he just made the cut, and you're going to see why. So you see that 11 car down on the inside right there? That was the car that he needed to pass. Uh, that he needed to, uh, that was going to make the cut over him. Now, he only needed to make up two positions, but he made up like eight um, because he did that. And basically what he did was said, fuck it, I'm going to send it. This used to work in GameCube in 2005. Oh, crazy. So let me see if it works now in real life. Not only did it work, and not only did he make the cut and now is in the final four for next week, he set the track record for fastest lap ever at Martinsville Speedway. On that, on that lap, yeah. How on that last one? But no one's ever tried to smash into the wall and like, and like get around Kurt. Like, and like well, ride the well, wall. well, no, because if you do that, and so say you do that in qualifying, right? Yeah. Now you've got to go to a backup car and start at the back of the field because you got to. There's so much in that car you have to fix. Mm-hmm. I mean, the steering was knocked out of that thing. The brakes were fucked. The tires were fucked. The whole right side of that car was shit. <laughs> like, that car, if, if he had to go another lap, uh-uh. it wouldn't have made it. You got two right flat tires on the right side. Like, that car was literally only good for what he did it for, and that's it. So there, that was essentially like a Hail Mary. Oh, big time. That, that was, was the- Aaron Rodgers to Jeff Janis. In overtime against Arizona. Yes. Yeah, that was the biggest Hail Mary that has ever been, like... like and he caught it! Like, completed. Like, I've ever seen. Like, I was, I, that, I, was, that was less likely than the helmet catch. Damn. That, that I, rare, huh? To put it into perspective, like, that was... That was a David Ortiz grand slam against Detroit with Torrey Hunter dumping his tits over the wall. That was David Freeze against the Rangers. Like, I'm trying to think of, like... 100% of the time, things that you do in video games don't translate to real life, except for the other day. Except for that time. That is the only time, I, and I think it's probably the only time that you'll ever actually see something like that happen. I was say, how many times did we, how many times did Joey probably this weekend smash his car into the wall and try to beat people in the race? And be like, ha, I did it. I yeah. Well, well, the thing is, is if you tried to do that in iRacing, I bet it wouldn't work. Uh, no, it would. It probably now wouldn't. Now iRacing's got to go back and be like, "Fuck!" Now we got to reconfigure the game. Well, no, to I mean, make it, it work it, because it, he it did might, it. <laughs> but even even in, and, and I won't post. I'm not going to play the whole video because it was uh, uh you know what? We can play a little bit of it. Um, let me let me throw it up. So this is again. So this is the. So you saw the. You see. So let's we'll play him. We'll play him in reverse order here. You see the team celebrating. They're like, what the fuck? We just made the cut. How do we just do this? How do we just pass all these cars? And then you see Chastain just wall ride it all the way around, passes the 11 right there, bang, beats him to the stripe, right? And then this is the in-car in, in camera. 
where you just hear him just stay in the throttle, bangs in the ass of the six. Yeah, I'll Boom. say who's six. He smashes right into the back of him. That, well, he was. It, he didn't. I mean, that's normal at Martinsville. It's short track racing. Uh, and then, let me see. Uh, let's see. I got. I got the video here of. Uh, this is the reaction of all the drivers as this happened from their in-car cameras. It's a little bit long. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but um, it'll give you an idea. Yeah, I haven't seen this. I guess we just lost on that. That's that was that was Danny Hamlin saying like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> like we literally just lost this dude. Just straight pulled a video, a straight video game move, and was, was just like, "Who was the fucking kid? send?" It. Everyone sounded like a southern gentleman. Everyone was like, "Well, I guess that how it be." Yeah. And this one kid was like, "Man, I straight out of a video game. <laughs> Who was that guy?" I think that was Chase Briscoe. Is he seventeen? Uh, he's pretty young. Yeah. You could tell he did not fit the rest of those. Like, which one of these is not like the others? He's like, damn, that was out of a video game I played last weekend. The rest <laughs> like, of these guys. I was like, playing that on Saturday night. What the goes, fuck? He goes, I don't do that in that NASCAR. It was fucking amazing. That was Paul that and I. Was weird. So Paul and I were watching that. We shut football. I switched over from football real quick to that. Yeah. So like, I'm like, all right, let's watch the last. Well, what like, time did that come on? Like four o'clock. That well, the, the race started at like two thirty. So it was yeah. It was like midway through like five o'clock in the afternoon. Five yeah. thirty. All right. So yeah. that was like all the first. All the first. Uh, the one o'clock games, games were over, done, but we done. were like in the middle of the fours, and the Colts were playing. So Paul was obviously, you know, very in tune. And uh, and I said, hold on, I'm like we're gonna put this on pause real quick, and and we're gonna switch over to NASCAR because I just want to watch these last twenty or so laps or whatever that you know, see who gets in, who makes the chase, and see who I'm gonna be rooting for come Sunday to win another championship. So you got Logano, Christopher Bell, and uh, Chase Elliott. And then it's looking like Denny Hamlin's going to get in. We turn it over. And as we're watching this, now, at, him and I are downstairs. We're sitting at La Fontaine Fats, all right? We're at the bar. We got, you know, the drinks are flowing. We got steak tips. We got food. We're sitting there. We're chilling, right? We're fat and happy. We're like, holy shit. We're watching fucking NASCAR right now on a, sun, on a football Sunday. We're, we're prioritizing NASCAR because that's how important this is. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're watching it. And we're like, Fuck. We're like, and here's Chastain just slipping back, right? Like the nine gets by him. Chase Elliott gets by him. And we're like, damn it. Like, and then Denny's moving up spots. And we're like, fuck. And then it's nothing against Denny. I don't even not like Denny. I, I like Denny Hamlin. I think, you know, I like his car. I like his colors. I like Joe Gibbs racing. 
I don't love the fact that he employs Bubba Wallace, but that's a whole other story for another day. But nonetheless, we're like, damn, like we were really rooting for Ross Chastain this year because he's kind of like a he's he's kind of a throwback, if you will. He's a very um he's a little bit of Dale Earnhardt mixed with some cold trickle, if you will. You know what I mean? Like where he's just like, well, fuck it, we're gonna go. Yeah. And I don't care if I gotta wreck you or I gotta rattle your cage to get you out of my way, like I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to win. I didn't come here to run second. And we're downstairs. We're watching this at the bar. We're we're sitting there, and and we're we're like, I see out of like the corner of my eye because they're showing the leader. They're showing Christopher Bell, and I see out of the corner of my eye at the top of the screen. I see a car screaming around the top, and I'm like, there is no fucking way he's doing what I think he's doing right now. <laughs> like, I mean, this and this thought process happened within like a matter of like. Couldn't he have like ricocheted off the wall and like shot? Back oh, in? a million oh, yeah. things could have gone wrong. A million things could have gone wrong. He even says it. The, the odds of that working out were so slim to none. It's, it was like he could have, I mean, he legitimately could have wrecked five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cars yep. trying to pull that move off. Like we say, that's like a once in a lifetime pass. Well, that's going to be a movie. It'll give, never give it work years. again. It'll never, It'll never happen it's again. It's never worked before. It'll never work again. Disney's going to write that script. Now this kid, oh, when, when, we, when we saw it, and we saw him, and all of a sudden he makes up, and they got a live ticker on the side. I was like, what? And we're literally screaming. I'm standing up on my bar stool, slamming the bar, going, go, motherfucker, go. Well, I was going, drive, monkey, drive. And he just fucking creeps ahead at the end, and I was like, oh, that's it, that's it. I'm like, And when he passed the 11, me, he passed the 11 by a half a car length mm-hmm. at the stripe. And all he needed was two spots. To make up, he had to have two spots, and he made up all the spots, and then and including passing the eleven nuts. of Denny Hamlin. It was fucking nuts. And then did he eliminate Hamlin by yes. doing that? So you hit Hamlin. Well, I guess we just got eliminated. Yeah, he goes. Well, I guess we just lost on that, huh? And there was there was some mixed there was a mixed bag of you know reactions from drivers. There were some drivers that were you know Kyle Larson came out was like ah it's a bad look. And it's like, yeah, you, know, you know what's a bad look, Kyle? Getting shoved around by Bubba Wallace while you got a helmet in your hand and you're letting this dude like bear down on you and you're a fucking midget and you don't swing the helmet and clock him. Like that's a bad look, bro. Like you 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 got made to look like a little bitch. Yeah. So I like you. I do. I think you're a great race car driver. Uh but don't talk to me about bad looks right now, dude. Like bad rook. Uh, uh he's Asian. Be careful. I know. That's why I said it. Yeah. Well, you remember because you remember because he was the one that got suspended for the year for using the N word on iRacing. Did he? Yeah. I didn't know. I forgot all about that. I remember he was the like, Asian let's, thing. he was like, let's go, my ninjas, and everybody was like, uh, every, everybody can hear you, Kyle. Everybody can hear you. Yeah. And he was like, what? <laughs> and the kid, the kids, and thing, save clip and send. Yes. And and of course, the cancel culture came for him. Even though he's an Asian American, he's you know mixed race. He's not white by any means, you know. Which I know a lot of people just assume every NASCAR driver is, except Bubba Wallace. Um, but Bubba sucks, and he's not. But he's a douche. Kyle's an Asian American, so whatever. Nonetheless, uh, but don't talk to me about bad looks, bro. This was the most. This was straight out of fucking Days of Thunder. This was some cold trickle. This is it. This is a Hail Mary. Your Sorry. your season's on the line. Like, Sorry. yes, I could race my I could wreck my car right now, but if I get in next week, it doesn't matter. But that's 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 sports in general though. That's anything. If that's like a guy, you know, 
I'm sorry. End of the game comes. This scenario has crossed my mind a thousand times. Hail Mary attempt comes, and I know in an NFL game you can't end on a penalty. But if if you're like a tiny wide receiver and you're facing like a Megatron, uh, a Jordy Nelson, a tall wide receiver, and you don't have a chance, just beat the shit out of that guy. Because he's probably going to catch the ball. If you tackle him to the ground, like punch him in the gut, you're going to get ejected in the last second of the game. Who gives a shit? But at least he didn't let him catch it. Save the touchdown. That's what I mean. I've thought of that scenario so many times. I'm like, why don't they just like? Because like, sometimes those guys catch it, and you're like, how does that happen? It's like well, you let the midget cover them. It I'm was like, that's it, why. It was like when Akeem Talib grabbed. Uh, uh, was it was it Jericho Cotchery when he grabbed him by the face mask in, in, in Super Bowl Fifty, and he just whipped him out of bounds at the one yard line by his face mask, like knowing full well like he's already caught the ball. We're already down here inside the five. What the fuck is half the distance? Half Who the cares? distance of half a yard. Like Belichick, it's about this much. Yeah. <laughs> it's about three inches. And I'm pretty sure they actually held him to three. Yeah. After that. So it was like, okay, well, that worked. Made sense, right? I, I tossed the guy out of fucking bounds. Yeah, we get a half the distance of the goal. Oh, is that Jay Stu's touchdown? I don't remember. Either way, it didn't matter. The, the yardage was minuscule is what I'm getting at. It was like a minuscule yardage. There was no real like... All right, I can I can toss him out. I can try and tackle him legally, and he might stretch out and and get the touchdown. Or I can grab him by the face mask, throw him out of bounds. Yeah, we're gonna get half the distance the goal, which is about what eighteen inches. Mm-hmm. But he's also gonna think like next time he we're going to tackle him, it's like oh damn, these boys ain't playing. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what happened during that Super Bowl. They the Broncos defense was in the Carolina Panthers' heads. Off the fucking rip. That being said, it, it's just one of those things. Like sometimes there are moments in sports, in any sport, where you just got to do something unthinkable. Sometimes you got to steal home when you know against a right-handed pitcher. Sometimes you got to fucking throw the hail mary. You know you got to throw the jump ball or, or, or take off running or. Sometimes you got to play in that gray area, the gray area of sports of like. Well, it's not socially acceptable, and it's kind of like the, or, the, the or hidden about, rules of, how about of our, the game. How about our guy? How about our guy? Uh, the, the the Steelers quarterback with the fake slide. Yeah, Pickett. Ah, uh, is it Pickett? No, no, yeah, no. Pickett. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Pickett. Kenny it Pickett. is Kenny Pickett. Okay, I'm thinking of George. Pickett Pickett George Pickens. George yeah. Pickens, a receiver. Pickett yeah. to Pickens. That that messes me up. But yeah, the, the uh, <laughs> and he yeah. keeps running, and then they showed him like in his face. He's like he starts laughing as they they went for it. <laughs> that was scummy, but it was great. It was, but it worked. And it worked out fucking great. And it was like, oh, my God, this is fucking awesome. Like, he did it. He pulled it off, son of a bitch. And you don't ever, but you don't think it's going to work, but then you try it. Now, it'll probably never work again because, I mean, even Ross Chastain will tell you, if you go back and watch the post-race interviews, he's like, yeah, I'm really glad we didn't, uh, you know, that that exit gate because there's a gate where the wall opens up to let the tra- the trucks and the trailers out of the infield at Martinsville yeah. Yeah. over turn four. Like there's a whole huge gate that opens up there. And he's like, yeah, I'm really glad that thing didn't, uh, you know, didn't move when we got to it. And, you know, we caught it and ripped a whole, you know, ripped the whole fucking right front off the car yeah. and couldn't make it to the finish line. Like, you know, thank God everything worked out the way it Probably did. Probably four others to wreck. And that's what I'm saying, and that's what I think a lot of guys were like, yeah, okay, it worked, but, like, that was really stupid. Now, the problem is, is, like, are we going to see next year somebody who's just going to try this Absolutely. again? Absolutely. I hope we do, because I think it'll be funny as shit. 
I hope it's Joey Logano. It's a, it's a cop. No matter what, the- no matter what league, what you do, everything's copycat. Yeah. Everyone's like, it works for someone. It's gonna work for someone it else. It worked for somebody. It worked one one time. Why can't it work again? Yeah. It always happens though. It always comes back. Absolutely. It always does. Uh, but anyway, NASCAR is fucking awesome. That was the best. I mean, you had that made that put NASCAR on the map globally. For the last like four day, uh, yeah, two days, I, I saw you share that, that because got a lot of, I mean, lot Fernando of hits, Alonso, a Formula One driver, was like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever I've seen in motorsports <laughs> all year." Now those guys would die. They're like, they're like, well, they can't do it. No, open, open, would... open wheel, you can't do it. NASCAR, you can. I mean, it's just, it's just Apparently. the difference. <laughs> it's the difference of being in a, in a in an open wheel car versus not. I mean, it just it was fucking wild. It was so awesome. Paul and I, I mean, I almost lost my voice. I we was actually worried. Nuts, I was worried that I wasn't going to have a voice to do the show tonight because I was yelling. I was going, drive, motherfucker, drive, slamming the nuts. bar. It was the most, it was the cool. And uh, one of our good buddies was actually there. He was in Virginia. Him and his boys do like a, an annual trip where they just go to a random like That's l- crazy. game or race. This year they chose Martinsville to go to the, go to the race, and they were there for it. So he got to see it live in person. He's like, the place went fucking ape shit. You're talking 170,000 people packed into that tiny little place. Does NASCAR do anything like other sports? Or sometimes, like you know, uh, uh, in hockey, if the guy has a hat trick, that everyone will throw like their hats, whatever they're wearing. Oh, people will throw that there's squids on there. Uh, it's usually yeah, it's usually beer cans, and it's usually uh, with a cascade of booze behind it. <laughs> Seen that? Uh, we saw it at Charlotte Dale Senior back in the day. We saw it in Daytona when Jeff Gordon wrecked uh, in 96. Jeff Gordon's like done done, right? He is. Oh, yeah. Well, he's done. He's, he's done been done. Yeah, I haven't heard the name in a long time. Yeah, he's I done been done. retired for a long time. Uh, but it was just, it he's was wild. Old. It was so much fun. And, it, you know, honestly, for me. That's young as shit. For me, it was, I was so happy to see NASCAR get, like, that was the number one play of the night. That was the top, the Sports Center top 10, number one play of the day. Like, I mean, you got NFL football, college football, all this stuff, and NASCAR gets the top 10 play of the day. Like, yeah, that was... that's actually pretty nuts. That was fucking cool. I love... You guys know me. I love NASCAR. It's it's my number one all-time favorite sport. Mm-hmm. It's... And, and don't even get me fucking sorry. If you don't call it a sport, I don't... You don't even fucking approach me. I don't even need to have the conversation with you. You're a fucking rube. Get the fuck out of my face. Uh, that being said, I love NASCAR. I was so fucking stoked to see NASCAR just get like like be trending on Twitter. Which, by the way, Elon Musk, thanks, bud. My Twitter feed has never been more active. Dude, it's the best. I don't know. Like, first of all, I guess a bunch of people are leaving Twitter because, of course, they are. Oh, I know. Like, yeah, like uh, Juggernauts, like T. Leone. T. Leone. Who's T. Leone? Actress. Exactly. She's an actress. The actress that lived, that lived around here? Yeah. Yeah, the one she was she's in Bad, Bad Boys. Boys. the first one. Yeah. She's yeah. in South Dartmouth. She's got like yeah. a really like turned up nose like me. She's really nice actually. She's I, a, I she's used a to a super uh, nice person. Yeah, I used to wait on her all the time. When I was yeah, when I was I'm waiting just, tables yeah. down at Payton Arm, she used to come in the Ah, uh, don't shit on her. She's all right. But but listen, I love Tealy. Hey, I can get verified now for $8. Not as much as <laughs> not as much as Salty John loved Tealy. Oh yeah, yeah. I love, love this. this. We had this guy. We had this guy. <laughs> I remember that video. We had this guy that was like borderline stalking Tia, Tia Leone. Can you, can you find that video of Sweef cooking in the kitchen can, again? Can I find it? Yeah, I own it. It should still be on there. Yeah, you got to bring that back. I know it's like a decade <laughs> I, old. I, I still got it. I can get it right now. 
<laughs> like um, <laughs> just start like crazy. Yeah, and Paul, it was a good. <laughs> yeah, this guy Take was the a one shoe. psycho. Yeah, but yeah, no, I had a guy. We had a guy who we uh, he used to do like the oyster bar at this restaurant I worked at, and he was like borderline like obsessed with tea and leone. I mean, so and strange. You should you should have heard it too. Like poor guy, he went over to like give us. So he he goes over. So Tia comes in one night. And I don't know if I don't know if it was a husband, boyfriend, like whatever, significant other. Was it Duchovny? No, it wasn't. It was oh, it, after the this divorce. Is after Duchovny, gotcha. and um, they come in and they sit at the table, six of them, and it was Tia, her significant other, and and four other people, and like he'd been like waiting for this moment. Like all summer long, and he had like created like special sauces bon for his oysters. He's crazy. like mignonese sauces. He was like, "I'm gonna get." I call this one the Tia, and I call this one the Leone, and I call this one the Me and Tia. And I'm gonna like, all right, John, like weirdo, like fuck off, bro. And uh, so he comes in. She comes in, and like he finally he goes over and he like presents her with like hit, like the table with like a dozen oysters. He's like. And the, it was the funniest thing ever because he couldn't control the like volume of his voice because he was so nervous. So he was like, "Hi, my name is John, and I like to do oysters, and like I like I made this one for you, and I would really like to take you fishing." And we're like, "What the?" And me and a couple of my coworkers we're in the corner and we're in fucking tears, laughing. And you can look his at, voice modulation. And you look at the table and they're like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like, why is he talking to us? Go and we were away. Fuck, we're fucking dying laughing, so dude. Funny. We're in the corner where, like, they just barely out of sight. Like, it was a very small restaurant. We're very just, like, barely out of sight. And I remember it was, like, me and three other people. We're just over there, and we're in fucking tears. And we're listening to this go on. And we're like, oh, my God. He's making a total fucking jackass out of himself. He's been, like, because he's been hyping him up for, like, he's been hyping himself up for, like, two months. This is the moment! And he was, like, he was, like, I swear to God, like, when he came out of the kitchen, like, you know, Lose Yourself was playing in his head. And he was, like, brap, 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 brap. If you had one chance, sweater on my spaghetti already, mom's spaghetti. And he's, like. Yeah, I'm like, Not the we're lyrics. Like, like, I know. And he was like, but dude, in we, his head, that's what he was that's saying. What, yeah, it's all he's saying. He was like, white guy's mom's spaghetti. You're my sweater all spaghetti. And we're like, oh my God. <laughs> and we're fucking, we, dude, we lost it. This dude, I mean, he made a total fucking asshole out of himself. It was fucking hilarious. He had like all these like grand oys. Like he would always like tell us, like, oh, I'm going to take her canoe fishing, you know, through the cove and this and that. And we're like, Cool, bro. Like, you definitely don't sound fucking weird at all. Anyway, uh, anyhow, side side story over. But um, where were we? Oh, yeah. About Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, so Elon bought Twitter, and it's fucking awesome. Like, now, can you do Facebook next, please? Can Elon, Elon, can you buy Facebook, too? But, like, Like, what's changed? Nothing. Well, no, they've got... Well, the first order of business was he fired... The CEO, the CFO, and the head legal advisor, who was the one who was actually responsible for pulling the trigger on banning Trump from Twitter. So I was just like, to me, I was just like, wasn't his first move to bring Kanye back? And I was like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. I mean, looking back at it, you know, five days ago, maybe bring Kanye back wasn't the best idea. Um, yeah. Kanye's, yeah, he might have stepped in it a little bit uh, since since then. But I love all the not to cut you off. I love all the companies that have been like we've also banned Kanye from the premises. He walked on <laughs> at nine a.m. this morning because you heard about the whole thing with Skechers, Skechers right? Skechers, right? Mm. Yeah, 
Kanye, if you don't know, Kanye apparently walked into the headquarters of Sketches and Sketchers Security, which sounds fucking hysterical, escorted him out of the building without a meeting. They were just like, right. you don't you don't believe to be here because he went there to make skeezies or something like whatever the hell he was going to call it. <laughs> no, what was it? He's going to uh, he's just going to bypass everything and start his own fucking. Uh, what was it? The not the economy. What was it? <laughs> don't they say it like that? What was what the was, economy? <laughs> Yeah, I think it was. It was the economy. Please tell me is that that's that sounds too perfect. The no, economy. It was like something stupid. It wasn't it wasn't I forget. real. Yeah, this was a couple weeks ago. We this is, this. No, it was like four or five days. This is last I don't week. Think it was, uh, yeah, I think it was in the last few days. He's lost his mind. Like, I don't know who's trying to lose their mind more, whether it's Kanye, A B, or Kyrie. I know it's in this group chat somewhere, oh, but good. what's up with so many so many people now just attacking Jewish people? It came out of nowhere. It's Kanye, Kyrie, AB. They're all attacking Jewish people now. Yeah, I didn't hear about AB and Kyrie. Oh, and K- what Kyrie did it like those have in common? Yeah, I know they're all brain dead. Kyrie was like yesterday or today. It's one way to put it. I can't even say I can't even say what Kyrie said because I would probably get banned and lose my job. Really, it's that bad? No, not really. But he just said it like stupidly. Oh. You talking about Kyrie? Yeah. And then, yeah, well, Kyrie's, Kyrie's like, a fucking loser. He's I mean, like he's a, he's a president. Dunce. Yeah. He's like the president or treasurer for the NBA Players Association. So he makes that statement and then immediately makes a press release saying, like, we're against those words. Like, what? You! You said it! <laughs> right, you're the one that brought it up. So everyone was kind of like looking at each other, like almost like the Spider Man meme. It's like, it's like, but <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. the one that said these words. It's like, yeah, but we don't support it. I can't remember what the hell it was called. I think it was the economy. No, it wasn't the economy. It was, dude. No, it wasn't that. It was something. It was something better than that. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, you can get verified on Twitter, and you get like yeah, eight bucks a month. Eight a- bucks a month, no ads. You which, can you can you can yeah, super which, do I mean, stuff. I'm like, kinda, that sounds pretty cool. Kind of sounds like a fucking bargain. I mean, for eight bucks a month, it's like oh, I'm, and you can get super followers, and your stuff gets promoted automatically. And I'm like, this is a good deal. I'm like, I can be talking about Patreon. Like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Just one of my rants, and people would be like. I'm going to follow this psychopath. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. It'll be good for the show because now we don't have to worry about going through a bunch of fucking arbitrary bullshit to get our row one seat one account verified. Yeah, I'm just a like, we, psychopath. Yeah, we can anyway. pay eight bucks a month and we got a blue check mark, which mm-hmm. is funny because all these all these people with blue check marks are like, well, you're diminishing the blue check mark. It's like, yeah, but you shouldn't have a blue check mark anyway. Like, just because you work for a newspaper in fucking Memphis doesn't mean you get a blue check mark. Like, who cares? Right. All the blue check mark means is you are who you say you are. Like that all that is is like you've just all you've done is literally said, This is me. This is my account. Twitter sent you an email to verify. That yeah, this pretty is your much. Account. <laughs> right. They, all they did was it was like a glorified verification status. Right. But then, but people became such a slave to the blue check marks, and they were like, "Well, he's got a blue check mark, and he said it, so it must be real." It's like, no, no, that's not true at all. I wish you can have a blue check mark, still be a dumbass. Yeah. yeah. Listen, man. <laughs> I know people with multiple degrees from multiple schools. That are dumber than a fucking box of rocks. Just because you're educated doesn't mean you're smart. Book smart. They give you book smart. Did I not say it? Did I not say it good enough? Was that it? Was that I didn't I didn't I didn't put it good enough? You had to you had to, yes. to, to mansplain it. Yes, I did. Fucking God, this is because my legs. This is it's why because my legs are spread, wasn't it? You this fuck. Is, this is why you're, I'm gonna have a blue check mark. You're, you're not going to. <laughs> 
putting his eight bucks towards something. That's good. right. Yeah. Joey's gonna tweet something out. I'm gonna just put like you mean this, and I'm gonna get 400 likes, and I'll be like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ratio. Sean's make ratio, bitch. I spent the for eight bucks. I'm probably gonna bucks. do it. I'm, I love Twitter. I'm 100 gonna do it. I'm an asshole I'm, on there. I'm, all of a sudden, no, I'm not. All of a sudden, I like Twitter. <laughs> all of a sudden, I like Twitter way more than I like Facebook or anything else. I mean, shit. Why not? Who gives a fuck, dude? Like, I'm a Twitter shit and shop right now. Eat shit. Elon just Elon took. <laughs> I, I mean, we said it. We said it when the news initially broke. I didn't know. I knew this country was going to need a hero, but I didn't know Elon Musk was going to be the guy that was going to be able to pull it off. And he, and he played Nickelback while doing it. And he did it. And then he like when he walked in with the sink, and he was like, I'm buying Twitter tomorrow. Let that sink in. Yeah. And he just walked in with a literal I sink. I know. That's hilarious. I mean, this man is a professional troll. Ah. This guy is like, he's, he's I, I like to think he acts like I would if I had, I don't know, whatever billion dollars he has. No, I, he has billions. Hundreds of billions, technically. But he's not... In his own words, he's not actually rich. He's just on paper rich. He has no cash flow. Mm, makes you pretty rich. He's still no. He's very rich. Yeah, it makes but, you pretty rich. But he can't like liquidate everything tomorrow. Well, it's like uh, it's 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 like uh, what's his name said in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. It's 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 fake. It's fugazi. Yeah, that's fugazi. It's, it's fugazi. Uh, Come on, do it. No, it's not fast enough. Oh yeah. If there's like a random bird noise. <laughs> and that part, by the way, um But that was totally ad libbed, right? Totally ad libbed. And Leonardo DiCaprio just went along with it because he was like, fuck it. Like fuck it. insane. Because he, he goes, if I'm Jordan Belfort and I'm trying to get my first job and this guy is a multimillionaire, I'm just gonna try to do what he's just so I can have keep my job. Yep. Makes yeah. sense. Made total sense. It worked. A great movie. Great fucking movie. Fugazi. I still love the fucking that uh, the Jonah Hill gif, where it's like everybody doing this, me on my way to fuck shit up, and it's just Jonah Hill like sliding through the party. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, doing I, don't the right way. The, I don't think it's from I don't think it's from Wolf of Wall Street, but it, was, it is from Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, was it? Yeah, because yeah, he has the big fake white teeth. Oh right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Hey, let me ask you that something. That was the beach party where he meets uh, what's her face, Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah Margot Robbie. Yeah, if, so if, fucking. If you hot, show dude. me a paycheck right now, it shows you how much you leave. I'll quit my job right now and come work for you. Yeah, yeah, hey, it's me. Hey, uh, how's everything going? Yeah, I quit. <laughs> Quits immediately. If Margot Robbie told you to punch your wife in the face on Christmas morning in front of your kids. Is she there? And she would let you sleep with her, would you do it? Is she there? No, like you're on the phone with her. She's like, I got it. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the Hilton. I need the Here's Hilton. The, well, whatever. The, the, she's at the nice luxury, I don't know. Whatever. Around here? In Boston. I'm thinking city. That's a, I don't know, man. There's too many scams. I'm like, I ain't taking this deal. No, no, I'm saying you know Margot what? Robbie calls, you know her. You know her number. You know it. You've spoken to her. You've met her. You're a client. I think she my says, wife would understand. I think she I think mine would too. I don't think she she's having a problem. She's like, if this is a real thing, go. Be like, but babe, I gotta punch you in the face first. She's gonna be like, hard. <laughs> You're like, I, I whisper, hard. Sell it. <laughs> Just a tap. Will Smith, Chris Rock this. Oh, my God. But no, like, what if Margaret Robbie was like, I want to see black eye, and I want to see blood and stitches? God like, damn, nah, like, I can't like, do that. It's too much. I'm dead serious. It's too much. Is there any woman that, celebrity, celebrity, obviously, that you would punch your wife in the face on Christmas morning for? 
No, not currently. Hmm. <laughs> I had to give it. I had to give it a good thought too, and I'm like, man. I'm I know. Like, I had to give it a good thought. I'm going too. through like the 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 reel in my mind. I'm like, who is like next? And you you go. Who is basically unattainable? Let's go through that list. It's a lot. <laughs> so let's just go through right, that Right, because like anybody who is in the fappening is already out because I've already seen your buttholes. So that's like, okay, that kills it. So it had to be somebody who I've never seen naked before, but was also way, 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 way more unattainable than I ever thought possible. Paul's like, I'm not touching this with a 40-foot pole, so stop <laughs> looking at me. My girlfriend. My girlfriend. That yeah. Guy, yeah, but what's your per- My girlfriend. That, that's the only answer the kid gives. It's like this chick on like Venice Beach. And, she, and he's like, it's like a girl. And I did up, see this. Yeah, hey, what's your type of girl? My girlfriend. And didn't the girl say me? something else? My girlfriend. Would you ever date me? My girlfriend. <laughs> I the saw only, it. Yeah. That's only And didn't they ask know? the girl, and the girl was like, oh, I date, like, fucking, like, Chris Pratt and some shit like that. And the guy's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, you bitch. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, let's get on to uh, let's get on to some, some other stuff. Well, yeah. today was a wild. Today was the wildest NFL trade deadline I can think I can ever remember. What? Multiple really? Mo- multiple thought, moves. Was really, there was so many trades. I thought it was really slow. No, there was so many trades. It was like what ten trades today? You never see that. Yeah, Claypool, Hines. Oh fuck! Phillies are up four nothing in the uh, fourth. Oh wow! That's so strange to me. The Phillies just got hot. That's all it was. Listen, the Phillies are a good team. Hot bats. Phillies are a good team, man. I'm telling you, I, I I got the Astros in seven because I've got respect for the Phillies and I think that they're a good team and and I honestly do believe if if Houston could take one back in. In Philly, because they they dropped game one, which was just stupid. They had a five what five two lead or whatever. They should have never lost that. Um, and not to say that a four nothing lead is insurmountable. Not for the Astros. Their their bats are are, are too heavy and too deep. Um, but if they go down two one, they guys get steal one out of three in Philly. Get the series back to Houston, and like and let's just roll from there. Because I think at, in Houston in game six and seven, I think they'll be fairly unbeatable. But nonetheless, so uh, anyway, let's and, get into some. Yeah, by the I, way, NFL record ten trades today. Wow. For for. Uh, yeah, but not a lot of big names. The biggest name was obviously Bradley Chase, Chubb and Chase Chase Claypool. Claypool, yeah. I think Bradley Chubb is a way bigger name than Chase Claypool. Well, yeah, I mean Bradley Chubb. Was Granted, Chase Claypool plays in Pittsburgh, so literally anything Pittsburgh does, they're like At wide receivers. Like, oh my god. <laughs> this man was a borderline Hall of Famer. <laughs> and you're like, he had two years in the league. I said what I said. Yeah. You're like, no, he's not that good. He's kind of a fucking bonehead. He was, he was a receiver <laughs> for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I don't know why they're all Randy Macho Man Savage, but you get my point. It's like that East Coast biased, like just wicked fucking favors. This, like the Steelers, all the NFC East, the Steelers, the Patriots, the Jets, the Giants, Dolphins, even to a to a degree. Like it's just like the, the and then you get to the Bears and the Packers, and you're just like, oh, you're why are the Bears losing. making trades? Uh, why are the Bears even existing? The Bears. Can we stop? Can we? Can we? Can we talk right now about the Bears real quick? I'm so, still pissed from losing that game. The Bears. You should be. That was no, fucking that was embarrassing as fuck. Justin Fields is trash. 
The man is trash. He is not a viable quarterback in the NFL. No, he's dog they shit. go out and they get Chase Claypool as if that's somehow going to solve their fucking offensive woes. It's like, y'all motherfuckers have sucked y'all for two decades on offense. Like, you, 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 you required one of the greatest defenses of all time to get you to the Super Bowl just so Rex Grossman could fucking, like, piss that game away. Yeah. And Peyton Manning would, like, you know... Tank Abbott drip not Tank Abbott, uh, Tank Tank Johnson draped all over him, could find Reggie Wayne fucking wide open in the end zone. Like, oh here you go. Thank you. And Dominic Rhodes ran down your fucking throat and Brian Erlach was like, uh, what do I do? I've never seen a work back before. Um They got rid of the best two defensive players in like a matter of a week. They got rid of Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith to the Ravens. So the, great move which is a great Ravens. move for the Ravens. The Ravens needed that. And then Big Robert time. Quinn to the Eagles. I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. So the Bears are like simultaneously selling and buying, which makes no fucking sense. But which falls right in line with what we were about to say. Whatever the Bears do doesn't make sense. They're fucking terrible. They have got to be. Brandon Marshall, I think, was on. I believe it was the I Am Athlete podcast, mm-hmm. and That's he was his like, podcast, yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, this is the worst run franchise. One of the worst run franchises in sports." From multiple Bears, and they're saying a lot because they're they they compete with the Cleveland Browns. And the Cleveland Browns. I sneaky like the Bears. That's been like my NFC team. Like I'll and the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've oh, 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 and the Raiders, right? Because of Erlacher. I always loved Erlacher. Yeah. Who didn't love Erlacher? A lot like, of people. What was Erlacher, Lance Briggs? Everyone, when, when Erlacher fucking, dated, uh, he dated Paris Hilton for like six months, everyone's like, he's a piece of shit. And I'm like, who fucking cares, man? And I like, it's Paris Hilton. He everyone smashed Paris him. Hilton. Who gives a yeah. fuck? Yeah. Even I mean, though they were my Paul not that, team, I never really liked him. Not that anybody wasn't smashing Paris Hilton back That's what then, I mean. But good for him. Good but, for um, him. Um, a rumor Wait, did was he get her while she was on the reality show? Nah, it was before... Uh, was the, it before the sex tape or after? After the sex tape. Nice. Yeah. See, I feel like it's, 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 it's actually hotter after the sex tape comes out. Because you're like, yeah, I know you've seen what she can do. <laughs> now she's doing it to me. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I feel like that's They're just... out to dinner. He's like, listen, let's just cut to the chase. Yeah, we, we've all seen the tape. Yeah. We're just going back. He's like, he's like, you've seen my tape on the field. I've seen your tape at home. Yeah, he was no like, shit. we're all seen tape of each other. Um, we both watch film for a living, apparently. GM, <laughs> uh, apparently a GM, an unnamed GM in the league, talked to Mike Giardi. And Giardi said, the Bears made this move to block Chase Claypool from going to the Packers. Because the Packers were confident they were going to get Chase Claypool today, and the Bears upped their offer to a second-round pick plus to get Chase Claypool to block him from being a Packer. Oh, wow. If that's the case, that is an ultimate asshole move. That is <laughs> spiteful, yeah. Just because they just do not. Well, like I the mean, Packers. I still think I still I think the Packers still have plans to grab Odell before. I do not think Odell goes there at all anymore. I think it's Buffalo. I think it's back to L.A. slightly, but L.A. is. Big garbage right are, now. Are you saying on on no. Odell's part? Yes. Like you don't think he? Okay. All right. Because yeah, yeah I, I maybe I, I tend to agree because now with you got the you got the Packers, they're looking up at the Vikings. And then um the fucking big time the Patriots again, which I don't understand why Odell would come here unless it's just to say I played for Belichick. But everyone says the outside team is still New England, and I'm like, why? Like I, it was shocking to me. Like it doesn't make any sense if he would. Come I mean, here. I would love it. It would give Mac the first legitimate weapon of his life. Besides, besides Mondre, who I, I can't talk about Ramondre Stevenson enough, he's like my love of the Patriots' offense. He does a hundred percent of the whole offense. He he should get the Kobe Bryant treatment. The ball gets touched by Mondre every fucking play. 
Nope. I don't care if it's a toss, if it's a run. Let him quarterback a little bit if he has to. Let Mondre touch the ball. Let him cook. I feel like, um, what is it, Will Ferrell from uh, uh, Eastbound and Down. Let the boy watch. Yeah, yeah. My, my plums are a rat pee. <laughs> I my love plums. that shit. Yeah, Eastbound and Down, yeah. That's coming back, too. They're bringing that back. Yeah, they're coming back for like one more, one or two more seasons. I've ever seen a couple like clips of that show, and I was it was pretty fucking funny. I've actually never seen like a full episode. You've never seen like a full no, season? No, You would absolutely love it. Yeah. It is it is absolutely yeah. stupid funny, and it's just like, it's totally ad-libbed. Like, most of it is just ad-libbed. I remember the one where he's like on the dirt bike, and he's like wheeling and shit like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the guy comes, and he's like, the motherfucker's still up. And yeah. he comes wheeling back the yeah. other way, and I'm like, oh shit. I started cracking up because he wanted to like... Throw away his college dreams to become a professional motocross rider or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. And he like sweet talks with it all, like dude gives some speech and he takes off, and then like they all start talking and he comes back wheeling the other way, and the guy's just like, motherfucker, still up. I forgot the episode where um they they had they they spent all the budget on fireworks and they were just like, there's like nobody coming to these home games. There's nobody coming to these home games. Water. And he just spends thousands of dollars on fireworks. Fish fucking it. Gross. He's getting water, is that what we said? No, he's not. You're getting holy water. He's going for his pocket. That was so funny last week. We off here? Are we off <laughs> Immediately. Are he's we like, off here? He's like, can anybody see us? <laughs> I'm like, uh, why? That was so funny. Uh, but no, I, I just, I, I don't know what the Bears are doing, dude. I, I really don't. It, it just seems like one of those things where it's like, they, they don't have the guy. Yeah, like Fields they, is not the guy. Fields ain't the guy. You're not that and, guy. And Chase Claypool, of all people. Well, he thinks he's the best wide receiver in the league. Well, he is young and talented. He is an absolute fucking bonehead. I mean, remember when he blew that game in Minnesota last year because he had to get up and first down? Yep. And it's like, there are 13 seconds left, sir. Could you please hand the ball to the official so we might have a chance to spike this? So you thinking, fucking clown. He's taking an invisible sword. Ah. <laughs> and it's like he's just—he is a bonehead. And honestly, if Mike Tomlin says I'm all set with you, he's that's been, enough for me. He looks pretty good on those moves so far. But beyond, AB, he's like, get this motherfucker out of here. Beyond, be, 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 I mean, they got Deontay, and they got Pickens. George Pickens looks like a steal. George Pickens is a fucking baller. Looks like a steal. Boss, absolute fucking boss. He just a juggernaut of a human being. And I cannot fucking wait to watch his career just explode. And I hope to God that Kenny Pickett develops into the guy that I think he's going to. And as much as I hate the Steelers, and I, I, don't, I know a lot of people don't know this about me, I hate the Steelers. I really do. Like, I just, I just hate you. I, I really do. because They're always you, just there. You always fail when I need you to, mm-hmm. which is usually against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And you always come up big against the teams I don't need you to come up big against. You know, whether it's my Broncos in the AFC Championship game, the Colts in the divisional game. Like, it really doesn't fucking matter. Like, I I really don't give a shit. But, like, the Steelers, I just, I fucking hate the Steelers. I really fucking do. They just chat my ass. They got players. I love their players. Joey Porter, James Harrison, Troy Polamalu, uh, you know, fucking Heinz Ward, Big Ben, Mm -hmm. Alan Fanica, I mean, these are guys that, you know, Casey Hampton, mm-hmm. James Farrier. Like, I love all Harrison. of these guys. No, Farrier. I'm talking about Farrier. I said Harrison. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. I missed Harrison. No, Harrison's one of my all-time favorites. Dude, you see Harrison the other day? 
sledding with like 4,000 pounds. Oh, he's an absolute animal, dude. At 45, whatever age he is. I, I would love to go work out with him because, like, I, I repped out. I did 315 for 10 on the bench today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw something you posted about weights. And uh, I and I know James Harrison could probably do that, like, 15 or 20 times. Oh, with ease. I don't like, dude, I want to work out with that guy. That's a man. That's, that's, like. That's dedication, though. He's still working out, and he's, like, he's out of the league, and he's retired. That's a beast. I mean, imagine. Just imagine. 30-pound medicine ball playing volleyball. With a thirty-pound medicine ball, so ridiculous. Awesome. In the sand, he's like catching it, just launching it as hard as he can. It's unbelievable. He's a he's a freak. I mean that just that interception that he had against the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. Where and the fact that he ran it all back, stepped out of tackles, ran it, did that, did what was he it 99 did. Ninety-nine yards, and then I mean, he was a sack master too. But I mean, unless they played the Patriots, and then in which case he was non-existent. So that's why I hate the Steelers because they always failed against the Patriots. And they always came up big against everybody I liked. So, yeah, 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 yeah. fuck you, Pittsburgh. But that being said, I hope Kenny Pickett and George Pickens turns into like the next, you know, Allen Diggs. I have reservations about Burrow about, Chase. About Pickett. You know, whatever. I I like Pickett. I really do. Um, I hope he. I hope it. I hope it works out because, as much as I hate him, the league is a better place when Pittsburgh's involved. Sure. You know, it's kind of like the Raiders, even though the Raiders suck and have sucked for 20 years. I thought David Carr, speaking of the Raiders, was getting traded today, 100%. I was I was waiting for it. I was waiting for that to be the big blockbuster trade. But here's my thing with the Raiders, and I'm glad you, you brought it up because I did I did want to touch on the Raiders because they uh, they did bench Carr on Sunday when they got shut out by the Saints, that uh, top five they, offense. They're trying to use Carr as the scapegoat now, saying it's Carr's fault. I don't think it's Carr's fault, and here's the reason why – and. Oh, I know it's not Carr's fault. We know it's not Carr's fault, but here's the thing. I think what I think was happening is that McDaniels, thank you, sir. McDaniels is trying to use Carr as the scapegoat. Bingo. And I think Mark Davis is having none of it. Yep. Mark Davis is like, ah, no, 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 no. This guy's been here for years. No problems. No problems. Multiple coaches. Multiple coaches. This kid's this kid's fucking good. You figure it out. Yep. And I think that's why Josh McDaniels will be unemployed before Thanksgiving. Now, what are they, two and five right two and, now? Yes, they are a lovely two and five. And they should be one and six. But they have a top five offense, Sean. Like, I, Sean, they, they got Devontae Adams. Now, I know. They I, had Waller, Renfro, and Adams healthy for the first time in like five weeks on I Sunday. Know. And they got shut out. They didn't even cross midfield. What is it? Devontae Adams had... The, touched the ball twice for a total of nine yards. Is that so, something along those lines? Yes. Pathetic. Touched the ball twice for nine yards. Jesus. Against you're, the Saints. You're a highest paid offensive player in it the league. Wasn't like it was against the Bills or the Patriots or like or, or a defense that's, that's reputable atrocious. and good. No, no, no. It was against the Saints. And Andy Dalton yeah. led Saints team, and you got shut out twenty four nothing. And Alvin Kamara couldn't score but, a touchdown all year, and he had three against you. He was. He looked like Alvin Kamara from three years ago. I cannot believe. Yeah. I thought he was going to be a Buffalo Bill before four o'clock today, too. Yeah, that would have been a bad hit. But like he did, he wouldn't play well in Buffalo. Oh no, I thought he would play great in Buffalo. No, they they need they need. He a would thick, have been great. They need a thick back in Buffalo. You've said this before, and I disagree with you wholeheartedly. They don't last. That offense does. Yeah, but that's why they they don't They don't give a shit. They cycle through them. Shifty. They just cycle yeah. through them. If you got a guy that Josh Allen can dump it off to. And he can take it 70 yards and go the distance? Fucking do it. Absolutely. I remember that discussion. I was like, no, you need thick backs in Buffalo. And you're like, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> that was a whole that was a, hey, that was a whole that was a whole night. Like the whole That was night. a whole show. 
That was I'm a whole two-hour show. I was, I'm so confident in that still. I'm like, those Buffalo backs, if they're like thin little guys, they don't last. Sean just thinks like, he's like, nope, you move to New York, you're less than 200 pounds, or you're 200, 210 pounds or less, and you will fail. He's like, it's too cold in New York. I know it's like almost as far south as we are, but, you know, it's just way colder there. <laughs> And I'm dead serious. I'm like, Sean's, they, they don't last here either. Sean's logic didn't fucking make any sense whatsoever. It makes it still, perfect sense. It still doesn't. But I'm going to let him have it because, he, honestly, he hasn't been wrong yet. They haven't had a back that's actually lasted up there and since it's that. It's too fucking cold. Like, they, it, it's been, what, Willis McGahee was the last guy that they had. That yeah, was, and he was a big bastard. That was Yeah, he was a beast. Uh, he was the last guy that was like, yeah. And Travis Henry was thick. Oh, Travis Henry too, right? Yeah, Travis Henry, right? Both Those are right at the same time. Two former Broncos too. Two yeah. thick boys. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Shady wasn't there that long, was he? Nah, Shady got the shit beat out of him. They got him out of there quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, but Shady killed it in Buffalo though. For one year. Nah, he killed it. Bro, oh continue, continue. I'm not saying it's gonna show up on the stat sheet, but he fucking <laughs> killed it. I ain't saying it's gonna show up on paper. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> No, seven, ahead, continue, sorry. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. That's the phone number if you want to get in touch with us. Uh we're talking a little bit of NFL. We're talking a little bit of uh NASCAR, talking a little bit of nonsense. Um, but let's keep it with the NFL. So let's get to let's get to the week that well, let's get to the trade deadline. So obviously Bradley Chubb is the big the big piece that gets moved today at the deadline or before the deadline. He sucked. He averaged three point one yards a carry. I said it wasn't going to show up. That's shitty. Shady. Was awesome. He was fucking awesome in Philly. He dude. was phenomenal in Philly. In Buffalo, though. We're talking about Buffalo. Oh, what I meant was Philly. Sorry. He had one good year in Buffalo, 1,200 yards receiving, and then that was it. He tanked it after that. Yeah, you're right. Say, he wasn't there 800, 500. Sorry, you're right. I was thinking Philly. My no, bad. No, Philly. He killed it in Philly. Rookie year, 657 yards uh, running and then 300 yards receiving. Oh, he was drafted by Buffalo, wasn't he? No, five Philadelphia, 2009. Oh, I have this backwards. Okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Six years in Philadelphia, three, right, three right, and a half right, years right. in Buffalo. Okay. Yeah, one year, right. KC, and then Tampa for 10 games. Ah, yes, KC. Tampa, 10 games. He won a Super Bowl with Tampa, didn't he? Yeah, he did nothing. Yeah. Right, we still won a Super Bowl for the whole year. Thirty-one yards rushing. Uh, unbelievable. Right, right. I had that. So, all right, never mind. I had that totally fucking backwards. I had that totally backwards in my head for some reason. I had him going Buffalo to Philly. Who's who was it that went Buffalo to Philly? Um, am I am I am I making that up or no? There was somebody that did that, but anyway, it doesn't matter. It wasn't Willis. Marshawn? No, no. Marshawn no, went, went to, went to Seattle. Seattle. Maybe that's what I'm thinking because the colors, the colors, the birds. yeah, birds and colors. <laughs> um, <laughs> Same shit. But no, let's 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 talk a little bit about this trade tonight. So, the Broncos trade Bradley Chubb away from uh, uh, to the Miami Dolphins. Always some asshole team to bail out the Broncos. Joey's over here. We ain't got no fucking picks. We got Russell Wilson dancing <laughs> and Sierra's in the yep. stands. All of a sudden, we'll give you a first round pick for Chubb. All right. Uh, yeah. So a lot of people were like, oh, they were like, you know, they were like, oh, the Broncos are sellers. They're fucking trash. Blah, 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 blah. So let me address all of my fucking haters real quick. Just just real quick, because I know you're all out there. I know you're listening. Or if you're not listening right now, you're going to be listening to this. 
The Broncos were never going to bring Bradley Chubb back. He was gone. Once they gave Randy Gregory that contract in the offseason, Bradley Chubb was destined to never be a Bronco again, or at least He's hurt be. every year, too. He's Outside of his rookie year, he's been hurt every year. Yeah, he played he like came, seven games last he year. He came pretty close to breaking Javon Curse's rookie season, single season sack record. Yep. Uh, didn't, and that was basically it. Then Von Miller left, and he's been hurt ever since, and he's been he's been wounded. And it's not that he's not a good player. He's a great fucking player. Miami got one hell of a fucking pass rusher. And I'll tell you right now, if that man fucking stays healthy and motivated, y'all got yourself a fucking winner in Bradley Chubb. I'm not sitting here saying that. That that he's uh that he's he's not worth it. Okay? Miami got a great value in this trade. Mm. They gave up a first round pick. For a fifth-year seasoned pass rusher who's clearly, when he's healthy, dominant as fuck. But they're going to overpay him now, too. And they're going to... That's But they have the cap, so who cares? The, the, we all know... The, they're stupid. But the cap in the NFL is... Fugazi, right? I know, but that's like so Miami. Fugazi. Miami loves these like big, splashy moves. This is not going to put but, them but, in But look, the, the, but the, the three picks they got from San Fran, they've now parlayed into Waddle, Hill, and Chubb. Sure, that's great. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. so if they make a deep playoff run, worth it. It's worth it, and and not for another, but they're they're in the driver's seat in the East right now. No, they're second. No, no, no I'm saying they're they they might not they're they're second of the Bills, but like they're in the driver's seat for the wild card, not for the division. Gotcha. Bills. Sorry, let me rephrase that. The Bills are going to run away with that division. They're not going to. Bills them. got that long. But the, the Dolphins are now in control of their own destiny, is what, I, is what I was getting at. They're going to be the ones that they, they decide whether or not they make the playoffs. To his health decides that. Their offensive line will decide that. They've seemed like they figured it out. That being said, I think the Dolphins got a really fucking good piece. Now, they gave up a first, a fourth, and Chase Edmonds, who Chase Edmonds is meh, whatever. He's a throw-in. At that point, you know, it's just kind of, and they, a, and they got back Jeff Jeff Wilson in a different trade. Yep, and they right, they got Jeff Wilson back from uh, from what, San Francisco, San Francisco, who played in the Daniels in San yep, Francisco, who he exactly. liked. Right, so they get, so they make they make a little bit of a move there. The Broncos, in turn, they get they give up Bradley Chubb in a fifth round pick. Now everybody's looking at it going, well, oh, the Broncos, they sold, they're they're done, that's it, they're sellers. It's like, hold on, no, 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 we've got Nick Benito and Barrett Browning behind. Bradley Chubb. It's kind of the same thing that happened when we had Von Miller, uh, Demarcus Ware, and Shaq Barrett. Like we knew Shaq Barrett was probably going to be a viable all pro pass rusher in the NFL, but we had Demarcus Ware and Von Miller right. under contract and we were paying him. So we're not going to re sign Shaq Barrett to this lucrative contract to play. Third wheel. Right. And we had, um, uh, what's his name there? The kid out of uh, Missouri. The He was going to be like a top five pick. Shane Ray. Shane oh, Ray. And we okay. had Shane Ray, too. So it kind of comes down to one of those situations where George Patton has done a really good job drafting pass rushers. Now, Randy Gregory, he, he's eligible to come back for the Titans game after the bye week, which the Broncos are on a bye this week. So we get Gregory back. We get, we get Barrett Browning back. And then this kid, Nick Benito, who's come out of fucking nowhere, those are always the best. And it just has been playing lights out. Absolutely. Listen, Denver's defense is giving up 16 and a half points a game, despite the fact that their offense can't score. 
They're the number two defense in the NFL right now. They are the best defense in the NFL right now. In basically every category, Sands points scored. I think uh, you just need Russ to get on a, on a rhythm. And I'm glad you brought that up because what I saw, and I'm going to address this now on this show because this is official. What I saw Sunday morning mm-hmm. when I woke up, I woke up at nine o'clock Sunday morning. I worked three straight doubles. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I worked 48 hours in three days. No problem. Tired of shit. Beat. Feet hurt. Long days. Dogs were barking. My dogs were mooing. I'm just kidding. It wasn't really that hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But boy, I woke up 9 o'clock Sunday morning, right? I get the pancake batter going, right? The wife wanted pancakes on Sunday morning. So I let her sleep. I get up. I feed the cat. I feed the dog. I take care of everything. I get up early. She let let her sleep in a little bit. Put the bacon in the oven. Get that shit nice and crackling, sizzling. Get the pancake batter going. Put the chocolate chips in. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're doing this big, baby. And I'm looking over at the TV every couple of minutes, and I just see it. Oh, it's intercepted. Russell Wilson throws an interception. What the fuck was that? And I'm like, I'm not even going to look at the fucking TV. <laughs> Didn't even bother looking, right? So I go all the way out there. I pop the champagne bottle. I make the mimosas. I got everything fucking rolling, right? This is a fucking beautiful Sunday morning, and I'll be damned if the Broncos are going to fucking ruin it for me. And then we finish breakfast. The second half kicks off. And in the second half of that game is where I saw what I've been waiting to see from this Denver Broncos offense with Russell Wilson in terms of play calling, tempo, Russ adjusting plays at the line, efficiency, accuracy. I saw it all to start that second half, and I said, holy shit. The light bulb has gone off. We've we found it. How many times, Paul, we watched Broncos games on Sundays this year? That's right. And That's right. the defense will show blitz. And those blitzers, you know, the, the safety and the linebacker, they'll come downhill towards the line of scrimmage and they'll just snap the ball. And they're letting those guys come downhill through the line. And Russ is like, Jesus Christ, like trying to get the fuck out of there. Jesus Christ. And how many times have I said, when you see them show blitz, kill the, like, call it off. Check, audible, do something. Don't, even if it's, even if it's a dummy check, don't just let them come downhill and just come straight through your offensive line, which is, our offensive line is much blind right now. We are beat and banged the fuck up. Mm-hmm. We are injured as fuck on the offensive line. Cushionberry going down at center and Glasgow coming in seemed to kind of, all of a sudden, things started to seem to be a little bit more solidified on the offensive line. Russ started doing that when those blitzers would start to show blitz. Rather than snapping the ball, he would walk up to the center, tap him on the butt, point out a guy, this guy, that guy, slow everything down. And I said, that, okay. And I haven't seen that for the last six weeks. I didn't see them run no huddle mm-hmm. at all this year until the second half 
of this game against the Jaguars. I didn't see them walk up to the line and just get up and line up and run another play. That is what I'm talking about. That tempo, that schedule is what I've been waiting for and wanting to see out of this team. I finally saw it in the second half, and I believe that we've started to turn the corner on offense. And if we have... If we have started to turn the corner on offense, and I believe we have. You're in a good spot. This team is probably going to lose one, maybe two more games for the rest of the year. What's the record right now? Three and five. Now, okay, is, it, is it a far cry from my 14 and three? Yes. Preseason prediction? 15 and two, don't lie. 15 and two. <laughs> Just a strong 15 and two. <laughs> Just look on my <laughs> fifteen and two. Is it a far cry from that? Yes. Yes. But <laughs> yes. Will it matter when we get to the postseason in January? Yes. No. No, it won't. You know why? Because the team will have figured it out by then, and we will be the same team that we would have been in January that we are now. So it won't matter. And I'm gonna. I could go on like some fucking you know Kamala Harris esque fucking. Jesus. And if we come together we can do things as a unit that we would not otherwise be able to do individually Ooh, sexual. because we are a unit. You know, and uh, and apparently that's all you need to do to be qualified to be vice president these days. So I mean, come on. That's, um, that's, that's but my point is this. I, I, I firmly believe that what, what I saw in the second half of that game on the, from the offense, from the Denver Broncos, from Russell Wilson – is going to be that's what I needed to see to give this team a chance going forward. Now we had the easy part of our schedule and we flubbed it. We we failed that portion of the test. Now the hard part of the schedule kicks in. So we got to figure some shit out. We got to find some ways to win games. But the fact that they didn't they didn't trade Handler, they didn't trade Judy, Mm-mm. that tells me right there that we're not sellers here. We might not have bought. I mean, we got, yeah, we got Chase Edmonds, and they traded for, um, uh, Jesus, fuck. Uh, I think they traded for another defensive back, too, from San Francisco. Um, Don't know who. I, it's not like a crazy big name, but. Depth, depth. Depth, a depth guy. I saw something, I can't remember. And, uh, but that, what that tells me right there, we're not sellers. Okay, Hackett will be the coach for the rest of the year through the season's end. Whether good, bad, or ugly, it will be Hackett will be the guy through the end of the year. Well, well, right, because if they were going to fire him, they would have done it Monday. If they had lost that game to Jacksonville, I could probably sit here and tell you that we're we're coachless. (laughs) We're we're yeah, we're we're a lame duck. Mm -hmm. But Hackett earned himself, I think, a pass through the end of the year. Because they did things on Sunday that they hadn't done all year, and it worked. Greg Dulcich all of a sudden came out and was like, Lighten it up. Sup, bro? Yeah, lighten it up. (laughs) Albert O. Who? Noah Fant Who? The rookie tight end came out and killed it. Jerry Judy, you know, was making plays. Cortland Sutton, if he could hold on to a ball or two. You know, like these guys, these young receivers. Yeah, they're not clicking. They, they're they not clicking yet. They, and I'm not saying they clicked on Sunday, but what I saw. is a glimpse. I saw what it's they. A gleam. I, but, you know, but you know where I saw it from? I saw it from Russ. 
And that's all I need to see it from because Russ will eventually make everybody around him better because he is that good. And for the haters and the doubters out there of Russ Wilson, take a fucking hike. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. This is a man that two seasons ago threw 45 touchdowns. I really don't. I, I have no time, no time to discuss football or anything with you, really, because you're just not on that level, bro. You're not that guy, bud. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> so I think the Broncos have turned the corner offensively or are starting to turn the corner offensively. The bye week, and then they get the Titans in Nashville next, you know, coming out of the bye. And if they go into if they go into Tennessee and they win, and they put up a good performance, and they you know they they keep my chocolate stud pony from running wild, I, I think I think you're gonna be they're gonna be onto something here. And I think once you get to Thanksgiving, right? What did Bill Belichick say about that 2001 team? You know, it was it was it, nobody cares. Oh, oh no, nobody, nobody cares. What, yeah, what? what uh, no, really he told the 2003 team. Yeah. 2003 team, he goes, nobody cares how you win the first half of the season, it's how you end the season. It's when, after Halloween, like the November, December games, those are the games that really count. Remember when, no, no, it, was, it was, remember when uh, they beat the Colts in 03. That was after the Willie McGinnis, the, the Willie McGinnis fake injury game. No, yeah. it was like, it was uh, like, it was November. It was definitely like week nine or 10. And he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, uh, you know how many games the uh, 01 team lost after Thanksgiving? None. And everybody was like, no, not a fucking clue. And he goes, yeah, none. He goes, we're not even to Thanksgiving yet, so why don't you, why, why don't we worry about what we do after Thanksgiving? Do you know what's really cool? They bring up Thanksgiving, that 2003 team, is that they showed the Tampa Bay game. And I don't want, we can talk about Brady and stuff like that if we want to. But they showed, well, we're definitely going to talk they, about Brady. They showed before the game, and uh, whoever it is, it's Kyle Trask or Blaine Gabbert, it's someone standing next to Brady and they're watching the Videotron, and they're doing like 20 years of like, Deshaun Foster, and um, who was the other running back with Deshaun Foster? Was it Alexander? No, uh, Stephen. Uh, Stephen uh, Anderson? Nope. Stephen um, Alexander? Can't think of his name. Fuck. Deshaun Foster and Stephen something. He was a retread from Washington. I know, I know what he looks like. I can't think of his last name now. But there was the running back, Ken, for 2003. And the and the guy was and the other quarterback. I think it was Kyle Trask. He was young. He's only like 21, 22. He goes, "Wow, I grew up watching those guys when I was like six or seven. Tom Brady's like, "Yeah." He goes, "They were good players. I played against them in the Super Bowl in two thousand and three, <laughs> and it was just so funny hearing that." And the guy and, the, and then the guy was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Like the oh, kid, the kids shit. like the kids like shit. Like I'm only like twenty something. Like you, Stephen Davis. Stephen Davis, good shit. Yeah. So he was uh, the Redskin with that maroon uniform. I loved. Yeah. Um, and it was so funny. And he he was like. He was only three years old when Brady got drafted, and now he's on the same team as him. He's like, oh, damn. He's like, life comes at you fast. <laughs> he's like, remember all those guys? And Brady's like, yeah, I played against them. Yeah. That was a really cool moment. And then Brady just, like, I, like he was just so nonchalant about it. He's like, yeah, I played against those guys 20 years ago in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then you can tell in, in his voice, he's just Still like, Still here. Like, Still fucking here, yeah. He's not going anywhere, though. No. No, it doesn't seem like it anymore. Even though Brady? it sucks, yeah. It's, it seems like he's destined like to want to go somewhere else next year. I mean, Miami was willing. Stephen Ross was willing to lose his franchise potentially in in turn to to land Brady and Peyton. So I don't think it's I don't think it's Miami anymore. I think he might. There's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. But if you're watching Tom Brady right now, and let's shift the gears real quick seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. If you're watching Tom Brady right now. 
and you're a team like let's say I don't know. Let's say you're the Raiders. The Raiders. Let's say you're the Giants. Where you got question marks. You you like okay. The Giants are not taking Brady. We got a good team. We got a decent team. You know, are we are we a quarter what team right now presents to you as being a quarterback away? Indianapolis. No, they're more than a quarterback now. I, I mean, obviously, because they're gonna they're gonna fire Frank Reich. I mean, they're, I think they fired the defensive coordinator today. Yeah, yeah, which that was shocking. But that's always. But that, isn't that always the first step, yes, though? Yes. Like it's like okay, well, we can't fire the coach, we can't fire the GM, so we're gonna start off by firing the OC. Then we're gonna give it three weeks. Then we'll start talking about maybe firing like, the head coach. That's, to me, that's and then Jim Irsay is gonna fire the GM at the end of the season. Like that's fucked up. If I'm the offensive coordinator, I'm like, you fucking gave me Matt Ryan, you asshole. <laughs> right. Matt Ryan was not the problem. though. No, and the offensive line's been playing like shit. All yeah, those guys, all those hey, guys are all pros, and they just play like garbage this year. As far as the talent they have on the offensive line, and that's why I thought. I mean, think about it. We came into the season thinking, all right, we got Derrick Henry healthy, you got JT. You got Pookie out in Denver. Like, you're going to have three, maybe four guys, Chubb. Like, you're going to have three, four guys sniffing around at, you know, a potential 2,000-yard season. Yeah, like 1,500 at least. Yeah, like minimum of 1,500. And none of them, except Chubb, obviously. Saquon's running out of his mind right now. But nobody nobody had Saquon as being a guy that was going to be this good. No, comeback player of the year for sure. No, you had JT, Javante. Derrick Henry, those are your big three coming in. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, yeah, but you know, he was total yards, but not. He's not a rusher like pure rushing running back as much as he was a, a do all running back. Right. But like you had basically those three being like, yeah, those are your big time like rushers. Like those guys are gonna chalk up like big chunks of yards. And so far, Derrick Henry is the only one that seems to be doing living up to his end of the bargain. I mean, Javante got hurt, not his fault. But JT Jeez. has been running behind an absolute sieve of an offensive line, an yeah. offensive line that, hey, Quentin, what's up, man? Like, we, we had, you have talent on that offensive line in Indianapolis. And then you're thinking, like, all right, we got Matt Ryan. Like, we don't need you to go out there and throw 40 touchdowns in a year. We don't need you to be, you know, duplicating your MVP season from 2017. We just need you to go out there and fucking not be Carson Wentz. Right. Don't throw left-handed picks on the six. And the the Colts were like, fuck that. Like, after four weeks, they were like, fuck that. Bench him. We've seen enough. This team sucks. We're fucking garbage. Terrible. Bench him because if he gets hurt, we got to pay him. Fuck this shit. We're out. Yeah, basically. And that was all. I mean, that was the whole reason why they benched him was because if he got hurt, it would have triggered a, a clause in his contract that he would have gotten paid in full for the rest of his contract. I don't, I don't. I don't. I just don't get it. I don't understand like how that team went so wrong so fast in one offseason. But did you at the? I mean, look. Raise your hand. Let's be fucking brutally honest. And you know how I am with our listeners. And I and I. I, I do this all the time. I'll call us out mm-hmm. as well as our listeners. Mm-hmm. Raise your hand if you had the Cardinals and the Falcons leading their respective divisions the first week of, you know, when November hit. No one's raising their hand. And if you are, you're a fucking liar or a tremendous homer, and you just happen to get lucky. There is no fucking way. I mean, look at what we talked to Rob preseason. I was going to say. And Rob was like, yeah, we might be lucky to win three games Five. this year. Lucky. Yeah. 
lucky to he win said, five. He said first five and twelve team in the NFL. First five, yeah, they'll be the first five and twelve team. And what are they? And now they're leading their fucking division. Someone showed um, a Mario Party thing of like this, like game of like all four uh, I mean, of, the, four of the NFC four. teams, and the, and the and the Falcons player literally doesn't move, and all the other players jump off the cliff, and it's like winner, and the Falcons just stand there like did nothing. <laughs> So look, and I mean, and look at this. Look at the rest of their schedule. So they got the Chargers at home on Sunday. Then they're at the Panthers. They get the Bears at home, and they're at Washington. And then they get the Steelers at home, all before their bye week for their yeah. next four games. Falcons might be the champions of the, the NFL. Falcons could legitimately go three and two or four and one through that stretch. Yes, I mean this. What clown and, and, world and are we what, living in right now? What would that record? What would that record be if they went four and one hypothetically? They would be eight and five That's at that absurd. point. They, they're like two games away from being a uh, playoff bound. And then they would get their bye week. And then their last no four players. games, they get their bye week, week 14. They get at New Orleans, at Baltimore, and then they're home to Arizona and Tampa. So they could very well lose four of those games and end up eight and nine. So, which is still double or almost, you know, in some cases, triple the win total. That we had for them preseason. Oh, yeah. So this is this year has been completely out of fucking left field. It really has. I, I'm not even sitting here. I'm, I'm not even sitting, saying that. I still feel like there's so much bad football being played. Like It, is, a, it is amazing to me that I still have friends that message me on Facebook. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Bro, it's Tuesday between the hours of 8 and 10. What do you think I'm doing? The same thing I've been doing for the last 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> What you doing? I'm like uh, no. some people never learn, uh, but that right there, like, and then you look at the Seahawks and they're they're leading the NFC West. Don't I don't understand that whole Geno thing? Like, like uh, it just came that, out of nowhere. No, that's all built on like fake like fake news essentially. Like, I'm gonna fake go, news. You I heard what I said because Geno Smith is not that good, and he's not as bad that. as as he was. But he's nowhere where he's playing right now. He's playing out of his mind. He's like one of the top five quarterbacks in the league right now. And guess what he's in? Contract year. <laughs> That's Sean's, my favorite thing of Sean, all time. Sean's theory always proves true. If I was if I was an NFL, if I was a starter franchise, if they gave me a team in England and they said, here, every team has to give you 10 potential players you can steal from, I'll be like, I take every guy in his contract year. And right. my team will come out and like, make the playoffs the first year. I'm like, all these guys are going to get paid and they're going to leave me and I'll just get All right, so right, of, right. of the division leaders right now, right? Uh, so in the NFC, you've got Philly at seven and zero, Minnesota six and one, Atlanta four and four, Seattle five and three. Which one of those teams right now does not win their division? Say the say the teams again. I know Philadelphia, uh, Philly, Vikings, the Vikings, the Falcons, or the Seahawks. Falcons, easily. I'm going with either. Yeah, Falcons or Seahawks. I'm I think s- the Vikings got it locked. I, I think the Vikings are going to blow it. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I don't feel like it this year. I just you know feel why? like they always find in, a way to blow it's it. It's Kirk Cousins you don't believe in. I, I don't. That's why. I don't. And I, I still believe in Aaron Rodgers. If they don't, oh, dude, they have no offensive players besides Rodgers. Rodgers at the end of every offensive um series, look, at, it, look at the sideline like. Isn't it funny, yeah. though? <laughs> you look at the NFC East, and you if if you would, if I had told you that there was going to be one division that was going to be 7-0, and 6-2, 6-2, 4-4, by this point in the season, you'd be like, oh, yeah, AFC West all day. Oh, I think you meant the NFC. I'm like, no, I can pick the NFC. No, no, no. I, and you would have you you assumed that those records would have belonged to the AFC West. 
Then you look at the AC West, and you're like five and two, four and three, three and five, two and five. Oof. The only Should the only team it. that I can say that is uh, like the the Chargers are operating above their uh, like above capacity right now. They have no players. They have no one. Every every single time I turn on my television or I go on Twitter, it's like another Chargers player is on IR, and it's I don't understand it. I don't know why. It's sad because I feel bad for Chargers fans. I really do. Do they drink water? I, like I don't, don't know, dude. Like, I think at the end of the side, that guy's like, you got this refreshing bang. The guy's like, isn't that going to dehydrate me? Drink it. <laughs> and they're just like, he's that's like, what they're drinking. He's like, like no, no, senior trainer, sir. I don't want kidney stones. He's like, you take these kidney stones. Bitch. <laughs> and he's like, and he just like force feeds it. I, I just, the only team that I see that in, in the AFC West that is doing kind of what I maybe predicted they would be is the Raiders. The only team that I could have seen having like a two and five record this this far into the season was the, was Oakland or Vegas, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I just don't believe I don't believe in Josh McDaniels. I don't believe in Mark Davis. Nope. I and I know Durant and I got the bet. You know, if if the Broncos lose to the Raiders in whatever two weeks, I think we get the Titans and the Raiders at home. And uh, if we lose to them, I, I I gotta I gotta buy Durant Texas Roadhouse dinner. Um, yeah. We got yeah, it's the we get the Titans and then the Raiders. So Dude, the, Raiders, the Raiders might go four and thirteen. The Raiders, listen I, again. I've bad, said this bad. time and time and fucking again. Down get bad. Derek Carr the fuck off of that team. Dude, Devontae might, Devontae might ask to be traded. I'm telling Please you. Please get them, get him off that team. He is too good to be sitting there wasting away in that shit. Mid-tier fucking franchise. They just they meddle around in the depths of what I would assume is a fucking uh what's that that thing? I don't know. The shit pit that goes over the back of your house. Trough? No. A shit pit outhouse? No, the uh Oh my God! I'm drawing such. What's a... the shit pit outside of your house? You know that thing that you don't want to find out that your house has when you're going to buy it. A septic tank. Septic. Thank you. Jeez, a shit pit. Oh, I'm like that underground shit pit. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. now. Yeah. Well, that's where I feel like the Raiders hang out. They hang out in that underground shit pit <laughs> called a septic tank, and that's what they do. God, Jesus Christ! My word retrieval is fucking. I was like, tonight. what the fuck? Yeah, as soon as you said you're looking about... for a house and you find out you have one of these, I'm like, it's septic tank. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah. Like a trough. <laughs> I mean, I was like, it's also, an outhouse. Yes. Yeah. Like, you just go in the back. Outhouse would have been also a viable answer. Uh, but no, I feel like the Raiders just, they like sit down there and they just, they, they just marinate in the feces of the rest of the league. And every once in a while, when you take a shit, a little water ploops right up and just tickles your butthole. No, and that's, that's your loss. That's called the perfect poop. The little. <laughs> <laughs> The yeah. Balls that yeah. Like, that's <laughs> that's if your poop was doing an Olympic dive and it went perfectly into the water. Went, yeah. yeah, but that's the Raiders. That's that's the Raiders in a nutshell. I, I mean, McDaniel, what do we, what do we I haven't another week to, or two I haven't before McDaniels is fired? Well, we haven't talked to Durant in a while. Um, but I talked to another friend of ours who's a Raider fan, Shane, and Shane was fully on board with the McDaniels experience. He goes, no, I think he's... He's going to have a, setter, uh, a better second chance. And then I think with this offense, there's no way he can mess it up. I messaged Shane this weekend, and I was like, how you feeling? He goes, I want this man off my team. <laughs> I don't blame you. But the, the offense, he says, it's not 
He goes, everything looks bad. He goes, the offense is the best thing on our team, and it looks worse than ever. Right. Right. Their offense right now is ranked in, what, the top five? I mean, it's top the three offense? or something, I think, right? What, the offense? Points four. Oh, no, they're only 12th. No, the offense sucks. Yeah, their offense actually isn't that good. No, their offense is terrible. Dude, they do this. They do the Josh McDaniels thing. They'll go an entire series of just running HB draws, and then they'll punt it away. Damn. Yeah, they're, and they're, then everyone's like, "Why the fuck are we doing they're this?" A, they're a middle of the road offense too. I thought they were actually higher than that. No, they're bad. They look even that high. They suck. Yeah, I mean, they suck. They only they're only averaging twenty three points a game, which is good enough for twelfth in the league. That's not that good. Sorry. Not with that offense with the highest paid offensive players. Yeah, you got Devontae Adams. You just you just traded for the biggest weapon. Listen, you- I remember three months ago that the Raiders were going to be the number one. They were going to fuck with the Chiefs for the division. They, right. they were going to be so great. And you know, they were Renfro gonna, and blah, they blah. Got Renfro, Jacobs. Waller, Dude, Renfro, and Renfro, Bailey plays. Waller, Bailey plays either. I know they're hurt, but they blah, blah, play. blah. We did, we did, we did call it. I think you did. Saying Josh Jacobs was going to have a great year because. That's what McDaniels does. No, he no, no. Likes. Because Josh Jacobs is in a. Contract, contract year. year. Oh, oh, okay. I think you were saying because Josh Petanio loves running no, the ball. Because, no, because he's he's in a contract year. So the Raiders are at Jacksonville on Sunday, 1 o'clock. That's actually going to be a game to watch now. I think Jacksonville beats them. I hope so. If Sorry. Jacksonville beats them, does, Jock, does Josh McDaniels get on the plane back to Vegas? Josh McDaniels. Or does he just say, fuck it, I'm going back home to New England? Unless he funnels a woman at a bar. Like a coach because then you've like got Lincoln. because well, then no, it wasn't it was so the Raiders the Raiders yeah. have they got the Jags then they're home to the Colts then they're at Denver at Seattle which all of a sudden now is looking like at tough. Seattle is not all of a sudden like a oh yeah we will win that that was tough as shit I mean and what is up with DK Metcalf by the way like one one like one minute he's fucking done for the year catastrophic knee injury and the next minute he's like. Oh, no, I just drank some con- Tom Brady concussion water, and my knee feels fine. I'll listen, be back on Sunday. Listen, <laughs> I think... I mean, I- is this dude, like, is he like is he a straight just diva when it comes to the fucking injury thing? Because, like, he's starting to he's starting to give me, like, real Euro soccer player vibes. Well, you saw the, the him have to take a shit thing, right? Yep. Yeah. He, he got he, carted he, off because he had to take a shit. He, he faked an injury to get carted off to take a shit. And then he told him after, he was like, yeah, I had to take a shit. So the I, clinch walk wasn't going to work on that yeah, one. Yeah, like, and then another time he got hurt, and he's like, he goes, I wasn't sure if it was cramping or like that. And then I'm not sure if you guys saw this video that was like going on the internet. Like, you know, fucking Pete Carroll's a fucking weird motherfucker. He brings in a magician in the middle of a fucking team meeting. Of course um, he does. This week. And the guy's like, uh, or a mentalist, the guy was, he's a mentalist. And the guy goes over to DK Metcalf. He's like, let me have your phone. He's like, nah, dog. He's like, you ain't getting this phone. He's like, for a second. And then he starts to unlock it, and, and DK goes, yink, and just yanks the phone out of the guy's <laughs> hand. And they were like, whatever it was, it wasn't good that he yanked the phone out of this man's hand that fast. DK is probably a little bit of a freak. Dude, what about when he invited four women over his house at the same time, and then they were like, you're trying to have a foursome? He's like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> uh, are you not? Yeah, but yeah, but the, the, like, the multiple women outed him, and he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm single. I don't give a shit. But, like, he's crazy. Like, yeah. He what are you going to do? <laughs> all right. As long as he doesn't start going all Deshaun Watson or Antonio AP Brown with or, it, yeah, you know, yeah. then we're good. No, he just, I think he's just very confident as a male. That's all he is. But, like, you, you've noticed, you know what I'm saying, yes. though, right? With yes. the injury He's on thing. my teams, yes. Like, he's just, like, every, like, he all, like, once a week it feels like he's getting carted off for some catastrophic injury. And they're like, oh, my God, he's done for the year. But, no, but oh, my listen, God. And then all, all of a sudden he's the, like, nah, man, just kidding. 
I'll be right back. Hey, but all those uh, online... Uh, Flexing while chest, he's running. Yeah, no all shit. the Twitter doctors the, who dude, are pretty dead on... He, he does the chest twist. He run. does. Yeah. Oiled up. Yeah, he, he does. But he does oh, the, 100%. You know, he stays like this, and this is how he runs. He's like, yeah, what's up? I run like I'm in an 80s. I would too, to be honest with you. Yeah. But all those you know, Twitter doctors it, are like, he looks legitimately hurt. Like, the way his knee bent. Like, but, but then... those Twitter doctors, I don't I listen know, to a goddamn thing. Like, like a Chow or whatever is the only one that, like... He, because he's Dr. The, Chow. He's the only one that, like... He was. ...waits until there's some sort of confirmation. He of, was a team doctor, though. He was for the Chargers, I think. And they fired him. Which makes sense, because the Chargers... He saw a lot of a lot. injuries. <laughs> he saw a lot of injuries, and um, um, he didn't do a lot to prevent it. But... I think, my personal opinion... Fire the training staff. Players I, are getting hurt. I think he's using a banned substance and, and just masking it very well. Because I, I think he does get hurt. Because some of the times you see his legs bend certain ways, you're like, oh, that doesn't look good. And then, <laughs> and then he, all of a sudden he's back at practice running 100%. And okay, I was so like, what, I'm, good. I'm like, let him what cheat. What banned substance... Growth. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I, it could I'm, be... I'm telling you, I feel DK is using... It could be some the fact kind that of banned I'm just substance. perpetually dehydrated. That's that's well, that's the different story. Well, but well, I really think that DK is cheating because he looks bigger than ever, still the same size, and he's more defined. And I was like, this guy. And apparently, all he eats is candy. <laughs> well, if you wanted to stay the same size but look bigger, I mean, Anavar would be a good place to start. But he's but all that you know? shit. All that shit is banned. So he's masking it, and he knows what he's doing. I'm telling you. And then they had that stupid interview with him. He's like, I just eat junk food all I mean, day. He's on the same coast or as Barry Or he just Bones. looks absolutely like a fucking freak of nature monster. And the NFL is just like, well, yeah, we expect that kind of performance out of a guy that looks like you, so we don't need to drug test you because we don't really Well, no, the, I mean, <laughs> if, if, you, if you remember, you can go back. I remember, I think it was Chris Cooley. That uh, gave it a uh, fake dick. DJ Brown got drug tested. No, he didn't. He he gave an interview on uh, on Sirius XM on NFL Network, and he basically said like the piss man, like they don't fuck around. No, they watch. But your dick. like you know when they're coming, like you know, like it's the worst kept secret in the world when you're gonna get piss tested, and then but like it doesn't matter. Like you could literally be in an airport terminal. On your way to like, uh, like on the bye week, like on your way to Cancun, and the piss man will show up in the terminal and be like, "Hey, what's up from the NFL? Here's my credentials. Yeah, I need you to take a piss for me." And they'll be like, "I'm on vacation. Like, what are you? It's my bye week. I'm going on vacation with my family." They're like, yeah, yeah, cool. Just gonna go. That's in this, nice. <laughs> we're just gonna go in this stall. We're gonna go right down here, and uh, we're gonna. And he's like, and they sit there and they watch you, and they like, they like touch your dick. Like they're like, yep, okay. Well, cool. I don't think they're allowed to touch anymore. But mm, they were. Who was the running back that used? He was a black guy and he used a white penis. Oh, the Wizenator guy. Uh, uh, was it? Was it? Was it Moel Day Moore? No, I think it was. He was a was Viking. Mo- yeah, the Vikings. Yeah, it was Moel Day. Wow, it was, it was Moel Day Moore. And that was the best one. Uh, pro football talk was just like he used a white penis Wizenator. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> big black guy. And they're like, sir, sir. He's like, don't look. This isn't this isn't adding up, and uh, yeah, that anyway, was really funny. Yeah, because it was what was it Moelde Moore? That's hilarious. There was two other guys that were actually pretty. Robert deep. Smith. No, no, this is way after Got Robert Smith. Whiz. No, Rob- no, no, not the Robert Smith from way back with the Vikings. Wasn't there another Robert Smith? No, like no, a shit no, one? no, no. It was um, Moelde Moore. Hang I'm on, on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I got it. I got you, boo. It was 2004, Minnesota Vikings, Moel Day Moore. Oh, I can buy a wizard for $45. I still sell them. Yeah, call Monkey Wiz. Just look up Ontario Monkey Smith. Oh, good one, Ontario Smith. And Mo Smith. Williams. 
Mo Williams. Oh, and Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett. That was the other one. They all use white dicks. Yep. No, not all of them. Just that one. Yeah, because the, the, remember the Vikings had like a like a they had like a plethora of like decent running backs back then. Ontario Smith, but Welde Moore, Michael Bennett, and then like you know like you had like a couple of guys, and you were like, which one's gonna go off this week? And like one would go off, and be like, that's the guy, and then he would do nothing for ten. Ontario weeks. Smith, right. I remember when the, and he had his like special games, and he had like three or four great games in a row. And they talked to his mom, and they're like, Ontario's such an original name. How did how did you come to that name? And the mother was like, Well, I visited Canada, and I really like Ontario, so I used it as my child's name. And I was like, that is the saddest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so you named your kid after a province in communist Canada. Canada. Oof. Imagine, like, I mean, I know we got it bad with Joe Biden being our president, but imagine Justin Trudeau being your president. Oh, Jesus. Because, like, he's, imagine Joe Biden being well-spoken, good-looking, and capable. That's scary. That's Joe, what Justin Trudeau is. Didn't Joe Biden used to be, like, a handsome young man? No. Joe Biden is a fucking fraud-ass bitch. His whole fucking his life. His whole life. Dude's a fucking con artist. You ever read the shit about him? Like, you know, he always says, like, oh, I graduated at the top of my class from law school. And it's like, nah, no, dude, didn't. you were about to get kicked out of law school because you plagiarized mad shit. Yeah. Like, go back and just read, like, everything Joe Biden ever says. If Joe Biden ever starts talking about his past, 99.9% of the time, it's a lie. Corn pop didn't happen. You know, he'll always talk about stories, but he'll talk about, like, oh, yeah, my, I'll be walking with my dad, and, you know, it was 1955, and we saw two men kissing. And he touched my leg. And he, and he grabbed me, and he said, Joey, love is love. And it's like, bruh, in 1955, when you were a little kid, your dad did not see two dudes making out on the corner and just say, Joey, love is love. Yeah. Fuck no. no. That is Bullshit. There is no fucking way. Your dad probably went to the fucking local firehouse and got the fire hose himself and started fucking trying to wash the sin off of him or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, that dude is a fucking fraud, dude. Oh, my God. The, the amount of Joe Biden lies. I could go down a rabbit hole right here, but I won't. Um, but back to sports. Uh, but, yeah, Ontario Smith, Day Moore, those guys, did the Wizenator thing, it was fucking crazy because it's the worst kept secret. Everybody knows it's coming. Everybody knows when you're about to get piss tested, but it's just like you think like, oh, I'm safe. I'm in an airport. I'm going in a, a terminal. Yeah. I'm leaving. No one's gonna come. And then here comes this dude with the briefcase, and he's like, "Hi, sir. I'm here to look at your dick." And you're like, "Now? <laughs> like we're boarding in ten minutes?" He goes, "Well, I hope you have to pee then, because there is no like getting out of it. There's no like you gonna miss your flight. Imagine if this man yeah. follows you to a bar, sees you talking to a woman all night." And he's like, oh, boy, I'm going to wait to see if he scores. You get, they leave together. He's like, ah, chases him home. He's like, I need you to piss in this cup. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stare at your dick while you do it. If I was that guy, I'd piss <laughs> all over him. I'd like get half of the cup, and then I'd be like, oh, sorry. Like, uh, there are, there are stories of people doing that. Yeah. There are many stories of guys doing that. Going like, oh, whoops. You know, oh, what? Oh, sorry. Oh, and they're pissing on his shoes and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, think about it, dude. This is a guy that's that's – Doing a job that he doesn't probably want to be doing. His job is to go out and collect piss samples Woo! from NFL players who don't want to be piss tested. Right. And your job is to be a dick about it. No pun intended. I mean, Kyle Schwarber. Let me grab that for you. 470 foot home run. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The, good thing the Red Sox got rid of him. The Phillies are, put, <laughs> Phillies are putting it on right now. Oh, seven, seven, seven nothing, nothing, top seven. 
Ouch. Um, yeah, this is yeah. Look, I mean, listen, man. I said this was gonna be. This is gonna go to seven. I, I said the Astros are gonna take. This is gonna go to seven. When I when Philly won the NLCS, I said this, they're getting hot at the right. That's exactly what I said. I yeah. was on the cruise ship with uh, a couple of friends of ours. One of my buddies uh, who I met on the cruise ship. He's a huge. He's from Philly, or he's from PA. He's a huge Phillies fan. And I said, "Yep, it's gonna be Astros Phillies." And I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna take the Astros in seven because the Astros have that second gear clutch gene that no other team right now has. So that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna rely on. Yep. The Astros offense will come through. Should be two zero Astros right now. They they definitely fucked up. No, no. And if they lose, they will look back at game one and go, "Fuck, fuck, we <laughs> fucked that up." So yep. It's annoying though that everyone, no matter how successful the Astros, everyone's like, "Yeah, but they're cheating." That right. doesn't matter at all. People, people, it just will not show up about it. No, I know. No, well, Even you, though, you know. I know. Of course, you, I know. You, know. you know better than anybody. We've been doing it with the Patriots for twenty years. Like I mean, people, but we all, but we all knew the Patriots when people, were cheating. When people, when people, we knew the Patriots were cheating before they were cheating. I don't give the shit before they, they got cheating. caught. I, 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 I don't hope, give the shit. I don't give a flying fuck if they were cheating. People cheating me now. Oh, the Patriots are cheating. That's why. That's why they're uh, five hundred right now. I'm like, good. They're not doing enough. Yeah. No. I'm like, you need to do it more. Well, better start cheating more or better. We have a uh, we have we have this running joke every once every week. One of the regulars in the restaurants we frequent. Wants Bill Belichick fired because why? He, because he jettisoned Cam Newton. Yeah, this is a fact. The stupidest reason. I would. If you knew Pete. Yeah, I would say if you if you trust me. Pete Wentz. No, yeah, oh. Pete. No, not Pete Wentz. No, <laughs> <laughs> not John. R.I.P. in peace. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know what that dude is. That guy was. I know. God. I know. But. Uh, no, every every week I'll see him. I'll be like, "Hey, like, yeah, how's it going?" I'm like, "What's up?" He'll be like, "I'm like, I don't know. How you? He'll be like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. Shitload better than Bill Belichick." He goes, "Yeah, he should be fired." Yeah. And what every weird week, shit? Every He's w- been saying this for like three years Dude, now. I would love to have an argument with this man. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. No, I would no. spend my whole day around it. How did I? No. It would be shut down very quickly. Why? He's done... You you would. Sean, I'm just going to say, Sean, 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 I'm just going to say this. You would bring up multiple. Oh, he's a video I said. He's he's uh, a Fred Kitchens. Yeah, I got you. It's Freddie Kitchens. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. You you would bring up many, many compelling arguments as to why this This would not go all day. This would be over very quickly. He was uh, was the one sending TikToks this weekend, huh? Yes, he was. Yeah. What was that? uh, Michael Jackson song, was it? Thriller? Thriller? I was waiting for you to send me that video in the chat so we could play it tonight, but... I did send it to you in the chat. No, you sent me the link. Oh. Yeah, that's... Shit. Shit. TikTok's awful. I hate it. I love TikTok. No, I do. That's why I hate it, because I love it. It's <laughs> such a fucking gift and a curse. It really is. Is this the Freddy Kitchens? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Freddy Kitchens. Freddy Kitchens strikes again. Cutting carpet in his bedroom. All right. Uh, did we miss anything? Are yeah, we... the Patriots. Oh, yeah. They beat the brakes off the fucking Jets, Dude. as we all knew was going to happen. Dude, not Rex Ryan, though. Rex Ryan. Did you see, did we see what he said on, on Monday? No. Did you know he's at that ESPN show, whatever the fuck it's called? I don't, honestly, no. I don't, I don't watch. Do I? I only hear the highlights. ESPN. 
Oh, we got the Stephen A. thing. That that's the last yes. thing we'll get to. So basically, Rex Ryan promised on Friday that the Jets were going to beat the brakes off the Patriots. He says the team's garbage. Max sucks. Like it's the Jets' time. They're surging, and then it comes back into Monday, and you know all the guys are just looking at Rex Ryan. They're waiting for him to talk about it first, and he goes. Well, I'm glad this segment is sponsored by Kettle One because I must have been drinking a shit ton of it on Friday when I made that prediction, <laughs> which was funny. And they they beeped out him like cursing about it. But he goes, he goes, yeah, the Jets suck. He goes, was it the 13th time in a row the Patriots beat us? That he goes, was, ah, we can't I win. I mean, there was yeah. two, two fucking separate occasions where Zach Wilson was trying to throw the ball away and Devin McCourty was just like, thank you. Dude, I, why? Zach- they were both, the, you were supposed to, those were throwaways. He was trying to throw the ball out of bounds where nobody could catch it, and Devin McCourty caught it twice. I will. That's that's the equivalent of like when you're intentionally walking Barry Bonds, and he just takes a slap shot at one and hits it in the right field and ropes it in for a double. But and you're like, fair, what, the, what fuck? the fuck? To be yeah. fair, Zach Wilson does not do well against Bait. Belichick's coach defense. Like he's been, he's like, what young quarterback has ever done well against uh, Belichick? Russ, Russ did well. Besides Super Bowl, Super Bowl, actually Super Bowl, he did very well. Besides that last pick, but everyone remembers the last pick. Oh yeah, Russ did great again. Actually, yeah, you're right. 2012, he did good against them too. Yeah, he did very good. And then um, there was another quarterback that did very well against them too. Uh, can't think of it right now. But I mean, Roethlisberger did okay. Uh, but it's the Steelers again. Like, like Roethlisberger does okay. Never won. Exactly. Stat wise, he did well, but never won. Um. I'm a little nervous about Mac. Mac's making some questionable decisions. And sometimes it's like throws right to the defender. Doesn't make any sense. And I will bring up this argument because I had arguments with one Patriots fan who was a psychopath. But I had one argument that I don't understand the NFL rule for this. Mac throws a clear interception, then gets hit. So the ball is thrown out. You are like two feet away from me. Hit me well after I throw it. That's a penalty for roughing the passer. Okay, I get that because it was a legitimate like upper body hit and whatever. Fine, but the interception was already made. Right, but it, that but interception should count. No, because the because the roughing the passer penalty it it still counts for the play. It's it still it's it's always going to count for the offense. Right. I don't because like that rule, you're, because no, I don't either. But the rule, but what you're suggesting is is that you would give the defense the benefit of the doubt, like almost as if like the runner scores at home, and then they throw to first to get the out. Like yeah. oh, he scored before the, and one of those very rare instances where it actually happens. I know what you're saying. I don't like that rule at all. It's a if, terrible fucking rule. I'm on the other side of that court. I'm like, this it's is the, bang, bang. It's two different plays. And you this can go is the back NFL, and though. It. I know. I hate the rules. The NFL it's, sucks now. It's too I'm many sorry. Rules. The NFL fucking sucks now. It's we not- just we, we were watching the hit of Ryan Clark <sighs> decimating Wes Welker in 2008. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. And we watched that. I must have watched that hit 14 times. That's why Walker has brain damage. And I'm pretty sure yeah. I came yeah. at least four. Yeah. The fucking bad hit. Dude, you it see, was uh, awesome. You see, the, you see Wes Welker is a what? He's a coach for the Dolphins. F- Dolphins. Yeah, he's a wide receivers coach. And the NFL Play Association denied his insurance. Wow. Did you hear that? And then no. he wrote all about it. Like, no. they denied his claim because he has, like, post-concussion, sy- he has post-concussion syndrome symptoms. Wow, And they really? denied his insurance saying that there's no, there's no connection. And he put all he put it all online. But didn't we just have a lawsuit about this ten years ago? And that's why Probably. we're here now. But the Plays Association denied him. Again, but the NFLPA is is run dog shit. 
it, it's run by a bunch of fucking morons. Not morons, but it's run by a bunch of people who are not qualified to be in the positions that they're in. Bingo. Like, you need lawyers and smart people running your union, not ex-players. Right. I'm sorry. Like, Dominic Foxworth, great, super smart guy, great player, the whole not, like, whatever. Not a guy that I want in charge of my union. Right. Not that kind of thing. Not when you're going up against the bankroll that the NFL has. You're going up against 32 billionaires. Every time you come to the negotiating table, you're going up against 32 billionaires. And what do you think they're going to do? What do you think they're going to hire a fucking... What do you think they're going to go grab fucking uh, Bubba Sparks from Sparks Law or fucking... Do so you, know, you know, fucking douchebag and pudgy yeah. or, uh, or, uh, or, or fucking the heavy hitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. No, they're not. No, no. They're getting the best of the fucking best. And I'm not saying the NFLPA doesn't have enough money to bankroll good lawyers, too, to, to help them with that. But your representation matters. You know, like we, we deal with this every single day at work yeah. with our union. And it's the same shit. And no matter how many good people you put in place, listen, man, you're, we're trained to do a certain job. That doesn't mean just because we were head and shoulders smarter than the average guy at our job doesn't mean that we should be put in charge of 5,000 fucking employees mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and their pensions and their the negotiations, their raises, and so on and so forth. No, 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 no. Like we got going no, on. no, no. Let's pay somebody who actually deals with this shit to do this, but that's neither here nor there. But no, uh, I did not hear that about Wes Welker. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find it right now because he put it on his Twitter page and he was just like bitching about it. So the last thing we'll touch on before we get out of here tonight, and thank you all for joining us, and thank you all for sticking with us, those who have. I know I'll notice a few of you uh, have been here in the chat throughout the entire time, so thank you for that. And uh, please feel free to give us a like and a share, and uh, also give us a, uh, you know, go over to our Row 1C1 page, give us a like and a, and a subscription there. And if you can, if you have Spotify Premium, Apple Podcasts, anything along those lines, Please go over and give us a subscription. Subscribe to us. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't matter. It's just literally a click of a button. Just go give us a, a, a subscribe. Just you'll get an alert when our new shows get posted on, you know, whatever midnight Tuesday nights, whatever it is, and uh, and that's it. That's all you're gonna see or hear. Right. Uh, other than that, it doesn't cost you anything. But that does a that's a great kickback for us. Uh, in terms of our out the algorithms getting us out there, getting us noticed, uh, and things like that. So please go ahead and uh, just do that if you can. Last thing we're going to get into. So Stephen A. Smith, obviously, obviously, has to turn everything. What did he say now he has to make himself the victim, right? It does. It does it ever fail with Stephen? Have you ever met a guy who makes thirteen million dollars a year? to talk about sports every day for a living make himself out to be a bigger victim than Stephen A. I mean, this is just, this is, do you know what happened? No. Okay. No. All right. I, well, I, I, you know what? Do you have the video? Yeah. <laughs> just watch. Oh boy.
So this man makes $13 million, $13 million a year. So the whole premise of this clip was that there are no U.S.-born black players on right. the Astros or the Phillies. Right. I, yeah, I do know That's that. it. That was the premise of it. And it's like, okay, so maybe what you're telling me is that, you know, baseball is a predominantly, like, South American sport, like, you know, a lot of guys south of the border like it <laughs> yeah. and 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 then white kids right. um you know a lot of black kids that are great athletes maybe they just choose not to um they choose football or basketball or yeah basketball. maybe they just choose not to play bait but maybe they choose not to play baseball but of course at espn everything has to come back to race because that's what they do yep. And you've got Stephen A. Smith, the Pied Piper of the race baiting, who's out there, you know, sitting there going, yeah, you're right, LeBron James, you're a victim. You've made a quarter of a trillion dollars in your lifetime, and you're a victim. Right. You are a victim, sir. You are a victim of black, of white oppression, and Donald Trump hates you. Like, did you see Russ Will, uh, uh, LeBron retweet the thing about uh, that completely unfounded nonsensical tweet about somebody who's like oh, i was like oh since elon took over twitter on thursday the, the use of the n-word is up like thirty thousand percent on twitter and it's like no it's no it's not no like no and like they offered no backing no statistics it's just, it's just one account no nothing but, <laughs> but lebron obviously retweets it and he's like yo I don't know who Elon Musk is, and I don't really care who owns Twitter. Like, first of all, you know who Elon, Elon Musk, Musk is, bro. Shut up. Like, literally, if you don't know who Elon Musk is, you're one of, like, the 5,000 people in the country who don't. <laughs> you might want to get past that first page of that book you've always been reading. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it would help you to get past the first page. Uh, and then he's like, and he's like, but if this is true, I hope they take this seriously because this is scary as fuck. And it's like... What? What? So somebody just did a quick query, who like, and there are programs out there that you can write and and develop, and it's probably not that hard. Where you could just like go like, hey, take all these Twitter posts and just find out how many times the N word gets used, and how many times it get used yesterday, and it's like, oh, it's up one percent. Oh, well, this is because Elon took over Twitter. Right. Here comes the hate speech, and you're like, no, no, but this is, but this is LeBron, Mister. I can't get off the first page of a book. And I actually, I actually watched the uh, somebody actually played me the video the other day at work, um, because of the uh, of him talking about the Malcolm X book. No, and they were like, "So what did you like get out of it?" And he's like, "Oh man, just so much, just so much." I love it. The the, the typical high school student that did not do the homework assignment, which is what he's done his whole life. Oh, um, Raiders quarterback, help me. Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell. Russell. Just so many blitz packages. Bro, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's weird because the tapes were black, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got Jamarcus Russell. But like, but so you've got so so Stephen A is sitting here basically trying to say, and by the way, I'm underpaid. Bro, you make $13 million a year. Like the girl who got Rachel Nichols fired. What what's her I don't even know her name. Can't think of her name either. Uh, the NBA correspondent. Yeah, she's like an NBA. She's just another pretty face on the side. You know, going, hey, coach, what do you think you need to do in the second half uh, to make things better for your team? Uh, well, we need to score more and um, probably suck less on defense. 
Oh, great insight, Coach. Thank you so much. I left my number with a number of your players if they want a booty call after the game. Thank yeah. you. And that's pretty Here's much less. And that's pretty much all that they're fucking good for. I mean, granted, Rachel Nichols was actually good at her job. She actually did real journalism back in the day. So was Susie Colbert. Susie. Oh, Susie Colbert's the yeah. Susie Colbert is great too. Yeah. So, you know, Joe Namath almost tried to kill, ruin her, but she didn't let him, which yeah. is great. You know, she was a real Me Too person. Uh, but nonetheless, it it just the the chick who, was, who tried to have Rachel Nichols fired, yeah, 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 demanded yeah. Stephen A. money because he's the highest paid guy at ESPN. And I'm not saying that Stephen A. is not worth the money. Like he definitely brings the views. He brings people in. He's the needle mover. He is. It, it, but. He is the needle mover, which also begs the question, why? That needle sucks. Why is he the needle mover? Right, right. Because his his movements are so predictable. His movements are so scripted. Like, he's not... This isn't Stephen A. and Skip from 2007. This has gone so WWE in terms of being like just scripted and everything else and the takes and whatever. And all Stephen A has to do, you know, he sits there, he's like, well, I'm underpaid. And it's like, well, yeah, you're underpaid, maybe, compared to other people in TV. Maybe, I guess. Um, but, you know, good, no. news, good news for you is you're black, so you kept your job. Unlike Kenny Mayne, Chris Berman, Dan Patrick, uh, Keith Olbermann, you know, all the other old white guys that they let go right. because uh, ESPN was having a revolution like six years ago, and then they gave like Jamel Hill and uh, fucking, um, what was that other fucking loser's name that they gave the six to? Remember the, the six, the Sports Center show? I don't remember the name. It was name. Jamel Hill and uh, that whatever. Michael Smith? Michael Smith. There we go. And they gave Michael, Jamel Hill, Michael Smith, and they were like, oh, and then Dan Lebertard, he's, you know, he's a... Hate that uh, guy. Yeah, I loved him. When I, he was, I can't stand him. For the first, like, year of his show, I really feel like... Uh, he's a phony piece of shit. Highly yeah. Questionable was one of the best shows on ESPN for the first year. When he brought his dad in and they did the whole thing and it was him and uh, fucking uh, white people. Uh, what was his name? The white people guy? Yeah, the bald black dude that was like... Hey. Um, the guy that wore Caucasian's jersey, and I'm, I'm bald yes. black. They were him. funny for a while. I, like, I didn't mind that. Yeah, they were fu- Not Michael. It wasn't Michael Smith. It was... Uh, oh, De- uh, De- De- DeMonte? DeMont? De- nope. Ant- nope. Um, I'm blocked by him. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> he blocked Jeez. me. Jesus Christ. I can't remember. Anyway, I can't... I can see his face. He's, yeah, He was too. the guy that was like, and what do you... What do they all have in common? White people. Like I, it's a it's a fucking I have the clip cut on my computer somewhere I could probably right. play it for you but nonetheless it was just they had the best show on ESPN for a, a long like I feel like a, like a good like nine days. Bumani Jones Bumani Jones thank Bumani, you yeah. they had they had the best show on ESPN I felt for like a good year yeah and like because Dan Lebertard's dad was fucking hysterical they were like they were funny they weren't that serious. Then Trump got elected and everything changed. Right. And everybody on the left went off the fucking deep end. And now they're just they've been doubling down ever since. And I won't go down that rabbit hole, but nonetheless. Um, but yes, yeah, Stephen A claims he's underpaid now. Oh, okay. Underpaid. Could you imagine making thirteen million dollars a year to talk about sports and thinking, you know what? 
Now, granted, in his line of work, maybe he looks at like, I don't know, somebody like I, I don't even know who makes more than him, like on an annual basis. Maybe maybe he looks at uh I don't know who's even a fucking a big time sport. Maybe maybe he's looking at like Joe Buck or like Troy Aikman or like wow, these guys that do like well, I mean, Brady. Look at what Brady's getting from Brady's. Probably not going to get that. The contract signed, is it not? I mean, no. I think it's one of those like verbal agreements. Well, whatever. I mean, you look at what Tony Romo gets. Tony Romo deserves it, though. and he's like, right? But you don't think Stephen A. is like, well, I bring the same thing to the table? No, because he doesn't have the ratings to back it up. No, he doesn't. No, and, and, and ESPN hasn't had the ratings now for at least the last that's, eight that's years. That's the problem. He's getting open. If anything, he's getting no offense. The he's year, getting overpaid. The, the year I got married seven years ago, 2015, was when ESPN started to fucking tank, and you could mm. see it and feel it, and you were like, "Oof, Here we like go. this is getting bad. Like this is getting ugly." And then they gave Jamel Hill and and Michael Smith the six the, the, that show they got shit canned in less than a year because they were fucking terrible. I mean, and look, I sit here saying this from the comfort of my own attic and my own little shitty studio mm-hmm. with all the equipment that I've bought on my own for my own little podcast that I've now been doing for what nine years. Mm-hmm. Next year we'll make ten years. Next October we'll make ten years. It's the anniversary, and. I, I still sit here and and I'm I have no problem calling them out and telling them they're trash. Because the reason why I started my own podcast was because I knew I was better than those people. But I wasn't waiting around, I wasn't kissing the fucking dicks of people who had no fucking clue what they were talking about in order to make that kind of money. I was not gonna sell my soul in that in that kissing dicks. In that uh in the in that stratosphere, if you will. Mm-hmm. Wasn't gonna do it. I could have gone to ESPN. I could have gone to EEI. I had, a, you know, job opportunities, internships, things all along yep, those yep, lines. Yep, yep. Had plenty of them. Passed them all up. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that because I'm not going to be that fucking loser. Because I'm not going to be a fucking slave to whatever you tell me to be. So that's why we started Joey Fast Radio. That's why we started Row One C One. That's why we have this show because I want to be able to sit here and talk as freely and unobstructed as possible this is organic this is fun this is pure this is just three dudes we sit around a couple of microphones every you know once a week and we talk about sports and shit that we like to do pretty much because we like it because that's all it is because we like it because we love it we do it we 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 love the we love the engagement from the listeners we love the engagement from the the you know I love getting trolled on Facebook like it's still to this it's day not, it's not as much anymore still to this day dude I get tagged in post after post after post and I'm like I'm so glad I'm the one that's on your minds anytime the Broncos lose my newsfeed blows up I'm like thank God thank I, you baby Jesus you know what thank you I'm still relevant I'm still living rent free in your head and guess what. I'm still going to tap dance on the Patriots' graves when you lose. Because guess what? I still fucking hate you. Even though you don't realize. Joey texts me. Joey's like, congrats on the win. <laughs> I, no, at, no, at you're home, an exception. At home, I'm at, I'm at the, I'm the floor. This weekend, I was, I was down bad. I was like, if we lose to the fucking Jets, 
first two offensive series, I was that Patriots fan. I was like, if we can't score any points against the Jets, I'm going to blow this house up right now. <laughs> yeah. But you you're one of the uh you're one of the few Patriots fans I actually that I know and respect as a good Patriots fan. Mm. You've been a Patriots fan the whole time. Not like most of our other friends, Paul, that we had that they were like I can't I've been a Patriots fan through and through. It's like, man, I remember fucking you with a you had a you had a Niners fucking jacket on, a Cowboys jersey, you had a fucking package shit. I'm like, man, you've been all over the place since fucking and all of a sudden two thousand three you show up in a fucking Lawyer Malloy jersey, and you're like, or Ty Law jersey, and you're like, oh, I've been a fucking Patriots diehard since day fucking one. I had to unfriend now, two people that were just that were Bucks fans now after years of being Patriots fans, and I'm like, oh, I just can't do this anymore. Oh, I, I still I unfriended my wife's aunt on Facebook when she 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 had a patron she had a patroneers. Yes, I remember. Yeah, and I unfriended her, and I was like. <laughs> and, she had no idea until we were at like a family thing and she went to send me something on Facebook and she's like, wait, add friend? What the fuck? And I was like, oh, you didn't get that memo? I was like, I unfriended everybody that had a Patriot slash Bucks anything on, you know, when the Bucks came back to Gillette, yeah. when Brady she's came like, back to Gillette last year. Shit. And she's like, fuck you. And I'm like, fuck you. Right. I'm like, she's like, no, fuck you. And I'm like, no, fuck you harder. I'm like, I obviously Jesus take this Christ. way harder than you, like way more serious than you do. So, fuck you. And I made her refriend me. Like, send me a friend request. My God. I'm not doing it. You can send me a friend request. Maybe I, I'll accept I it. I ain't doing it. And she did, and I did. So, whatever. It was all fine and well. But I was, I was like, really? I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, we haven't been friends for like, this is like literally like four months ago. So, this is going on like, Eight nine months of, yeah. but just goes to show you social media. Nobody cares anymore. Ain't all that cracked up to be, bro. All right, boys. Anything else? Do we forget anything? Nope. We covered it all. That was all the stuff we had in the pre-show too. Yeah, I think it was it. All right. Uh, until next week. Thank you everybody for joining us. We really appreciate y'all sticking with us. Uh, sorry about last week again. I have no idea why that uh, conundrum became a thing, but uh, racism. Probably. We might get banned after this show. I don't know. We said some disparaging things about Dan no, Levitard and Stephen A. Smith. Dan Levitard's a piece of shit. Oh, well. Banned me for I did. Oh, well. Guess what? Then we'll just go to fucking Twitter. I'm going to fucking lobby Elon Musk. Be like, hey, fuck Actually, Facebook Live. Let's make a Twitter um, Live. No, uh, he's bringing that in. If you read his stuff today, if you go and pay the $8 a month to get verified, they are going to promote to... Um, Get uh, advertisements on there for, for content creation. S- sign me up. I'm dead serious. If Elon's doing it, I'm fucking in. That man, land, then, that land, that man lands reusable rockets. He tweeted out a picture of his she, uh, Shibu dog with, uh, with a Twitter shirt. I saw that. And he just put a smiley face. And did, Doge, did Dogecoin go through the roof yet? No. No? No, because all cryptocurrency is down bad right now. I know. But the whole it, market. But I feel like Elon could single-handedly make Doge Honestly, go through the roof. Honestly, I'm, really, I'm really debating just buying, well, not buying a ton of it, but like putting a bunch of money into like Bitcoin. Because inevitably, eventually, it's going to go back up. This is the bottom. Oh, yeah, dude. This is the bottom. If you're ever going to buy Bitcoin, now's the time to do it. Because it's only at, what, 18000 And like, yeah. it, it usually hovers yeah. around like 45000 50. Well, 64 Well, it got up to like 64 the was Once the, the government says, yeah, we're going to go into it, Bitcoin and Ethereum, the two major players. So those are the ones that are going to be the ones to stick with. I mean, right. 
and hopefully I'm just trying to make enough money off of Shibcoin and Dogecoin to buy so fucking fake. To I of course I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. Meme coin. If it's fake and I can make ten grand off of it, I'll take it. But I'm just waiting for those two to make me enough money to cash out to buy enough in Ethereum and Bitcoin. About doing like twenty thirty dollars a week. By the way, this is not financial advice. Do not listen God, to us. No. We are not financial advisors. On that note, boys, I'd like to be one. Uh, don't forget, uh, next Tuesday is election day. Be sure to vote. I know most of you I'm talking to are probably going to vote in a way that I do not prefer you to vote, but that is not my prerogative. That is yours. Not me. This and it is still important that you get out and vote. It is your voice that needs to be heard. Uh, so if you don't have a podcast or you don't have a radio show or a TV show and you want to make your voice heard, you go to the fucking poll and you vote. So go ahead and do that. Even if you're going to vote Democrat, which I highly advise against unless you just hate money, love nuclear war, uh, love illegal immigration and crime poverty and, and crime. poverty yeah. and everything else, um, then by all means, go ahead and vote Democrat. Other than that, um, this is also not political advice. But um, whatever, go fuck yourself if you don't vote Republican. <laughs> I, I'm dreading Maura fucking Healy being our next governor. Oh, it's happening. Facts. Oh, it's happening. She's 100% going to win. Um, and I'll be pissed off about that, but hopefully we, uh, hopefully the red wave comes back and uh, we get the Senate, we get the House, we get fucking Washington back, and then we can start the reckoning. Until then... We'll talk to you next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. right here on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. Don't forget, last member, last last election, uh, when I got chased out of uh, the New Bedford Library by the fucking yeah. unhinged. I, I when you told me about that, I didn't know that was like an actual rule. I yeah, had no idea. I didn't either. And actually, it's, it's actually not a rule. Uh, it's a rule. like You can't pick it outside, but there's actually no rule yet. There was one in Minnesota that got ruled on. Uh, but there was no rule at the time that said that I couldn't wear whatever I wanted to wear into the polling place. That's so, so strange. Um, yeah, but that unhinged lunatic liberal uh, uh, election unhinged. commissioner of New Bedford. Yeah, whatever, bro. See you Tuesday, baby. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Can't wait, bitch. Uh, oh, I'll be I'll be dead dead in the eyes. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's up, baby? What's up? Talk that shit now. Uh, he won't. Little bitch. But anyway, till next Tuesday. Roll one seat one Joey Fats Radio. Thank you all for joining us. Let's ride. Peace.